0: Live from HMD Studio, it is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. Gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Stay Busy with Armand Sather, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture. I am your host, Armand Sather, aka Vegan Chodiso Poppy, aka founder of Bald Nigga Ballers, aka him, Hemi h- neutron, Hemi turner, that guy. Feeling real great. Not here alone, here with my co-host, the incredible man himself. How you feeling, brother?
1: What's up, y'all? How you feeling? It's Nick Early, executive producer and co-host and stay busy. I'm I'm feeling hydrated, melanated, and I'm feeling great today, man. I'm excited to do this with some. This is, we said this is a Potter's pod today. Mm-hmm. This yes, is, sir. This is a pod for the Potters. If you pod in, this is for you. You know okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, y'all. Go ahead and introduce our guest,
0: bro. Of course, of course. So we are here for Busy <laughs> Black Business Month, as you know. So feel free to DM or email us any Black businesses that you want to highlight, whether it's yours or one that you love. We want to give a big shout out to Nadir Simmons, founder and CEO of The Gumbo, for joining us last week. Incredible episode talking about women and archiving our history and the intersection between hip-hop, black history, and womanhood. Go back, listen to that. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the gumbo. Uh, Busy Sessions Episode 3 with Jacques Lane is available visually on YouTube and audio on all streaming platforms, so make sure that you tap into that. The man blazed the mic on two separate occasions for two performances, so tap into that. Of course, you want to shout out our VP of everything, Kieran Hurley, HMD Studio, Camden holding it down. We got a full room here. Shout out to all of our guests joining us. We got (laughs) a very special guest here who we'll be introducing to you all next month for... Busy Women's History Month, bad and busy, and of course our listeners tapping back in for season three. But to get to the reason why this is a Potter's Pod, we finally got them here, y'all. You know uh, their their, their <laughs> schedules are uh, a little crazy. You know they' a little Hollywood now, big time, and all that. But uh, <laughs> we got them here. So one of our get, one of our two guests is a fellow Neo Stan. A fellow morning gym grinder, the owner of Purpose C-Moss Gel, and my VP of marketing for Bald Nigga Ballers. <laughs> you ain't me you get a new job, man. See, I, I ain't gonna hold you.
2: Like you, you, you inspire me. Yeah, you like I want to take my shit off You but should. all hey, the way you right should, now. You so, should. You know, I'm gonna just hold it down, and you know, I'll be the VP. There you go. I, I like being a the VP. Uh, <laughs> but we are here, man. Thank you for yes, having sir. us.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm not done. I'm not done. All right, all right. See, potters—they potters just be jumping right into it. Yeah. I want to say, if you have ever wondered what shooting your shot can do for you, look no further than this man. One tweet five years ago led him to set aside journalism and intern with the long running number one podcast, the Joe Budden podcast. And he put his homie on as well, our second guest. Now, this man has one of the best beards in the media game. <laughs> He is your source for all new music every single Friday, a music producer who recently got his first placements, and he might as well have copyrighted the champagne clink emoji because <laughs> all over social media, you will see him toasting up to his success. Now, in addition to their tenures with the JBP, they forged their own path in the media game as two-thirds of the Need to Know podcast, which they are now one half of, four, uh, four co-hosts. Uh, together, these two have built something of large magnitude, offering perspectives on pop culture and entertainment, but also politics, mental 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 health, interpersonal relationships, career growth, and more. These are people that I'm honored to consider. My friends, my brothers, two inspirations to me, and unwavering supporters of Stay Busy. From the Need to Know Podcast, we got Savon and Alex. Welcome, brothers. Welcome. Can you tell wow. he's a journalist? Yeah,
1: Damn.
3: <laughs> I'm a little bit overwhelmed with all of that love. <laughs> you know men can't take compliments. Yo.
1: Alex, thank
0: you. This is, we... I'm trying to be like you. That's all it is. That's what we, do. we don't say thank you. We say I'm trying to be like you. That's what yeah. we do.
4: Can we
2: restart our podcast? Yeah, we're going to have to. Like, I think <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we just yeah. got to like clip everything <laughs> yeah. we've ever done yeah. and yeah. just restart with this format. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's thank you. Right. Like, he's no. better than the guy that commentates on the boxing matches. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what, what's
1: Dog's name? I forgot his oh, name. Oh, my God. I'm that honest. was amazing, bro. Bill, uh, something, something, something. I forgot. Yeah, I that was dope, bro. Thank he, you. he ain't me. It don't matter. He ain't <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I appreciate nah, that. Thank you, brother. The
3: love. Yeah, really yeah, do. That was dope. He's a lot. Yeah. And ah. we've been honestly wanting to come out here. You know, our schedules are so crazy. Mm-hmm. So so happy we got the time to finally arrange this. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Long time
0: coming. Long time coming. So thank y'all. Thank y'all for being here. We have a great show planned for you all. Before we get into the chat, mm-hmm. you know, we got to drop some whether you like. So, whether you like cater to you or halo marinara or alfredo okay non-fiction or fables okay and going with the flow or establishing labels Mm -hmm. so let's start cater to you or halo beyonce classics (laughs) what we'll we'll, we'll, we'll be rocking with fellas
2: uh you gonna go first, Daniel? I'm gonna go first.
0: I'll go first on this one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because I feel like catered to you is the easy answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But if you kind of know me a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and Armand too, I'm gonna throw <laughs> yeah. this on you too, <laughs> yeah, brother. Go ahead, bro, go because ahead. there's certain, something about that song structure of Halo oh, man, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a little bit reminiscent of our guy, Neo. Yeah. Neo, exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Halo on that one. Yeah, yeah. But K to you is a classic, ladies. Mm-hmm. Please, cater to your man. Uh, <laughs> if, 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 when I get a girl, I need her to be playing that opposed to Halo. Uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> um, oh, that was really nice,
3: bro. That he does sound similar to Neo. In that. I'm gonna mm. go. I'm gonna go K to you though, mm. only because a lot of y'all need to run that back, man. <laughs>
1: Love We're losing recipes hey.
3: You feel what I'm saying Nick, I'm on I think a, a couple of them Need to check the lyrics yeah. Check the lyrics You know what I'm saying I know it's been a while Since the Queen Beyoncé Released that song I uh-huh. think they forgot yeah. You know, the words On that on the, that particular age. Forgot anthem. the
1: prescriptions right, for, right Forgot
3: the prescriptions It's okay I get new glasses all the time right. So,
2: I'm gonna I'm I'm go cater to you Because I, I do love um Love for love You know, mm-hmm. taking yeah. care yeah. of your spouse of I'm gonna go with that one yeah. I'm gonna be honest There's yeah. a line that sticks out to me In cater to you When mm-hmm. she's talking about Putting a do-rag on her niggas. Yes And I ain't got no hair Yeah no. I, I can't relate to that. I, I don't so, feel that. Moisturize the scalp though.
4: Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm
2: <laughs> cool. So just because of that one line, I cannot pick Katie to you.
1: Oh, oh, that's that <laughs> funny. How about you, Nick? Katy to you, Halo. <laughs> for me, it's Halo, bro. Mm-hmm. It was always I love Katy to you. It's a, mm-hmm. an amazing record, but mm-hmm. it was always Halo for me. Um, that's actually Ryan Tedder wrote that joint. Oh, oh, okay, okay. shout kid. out to So Al. Ryan yeah. Tedder, mm-hmm. uh, genius dude. He's he just sold his catalog. But anyways, I heard like 200 m's. You, right. if you gonna sell it that's how you're gonna do it right, right. You know? if Halo's in the catalog obviously yeah. but no I love that record I love the way it just it feels it's a huge record you yeah. know it, it builds really nice mm-hmm. um, the pen is crazy on it mm-hmm. so I just right, really man. love that record yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a Halo guy as well I, I feel like that's men's favorite song from Beyonce yeah. Jen, and right.
1: Me Myself and I Me, me myself, myself and I took too. me Yeah, I'm also yeah, a dude.
0: one plus one guy but I think Halo is one plus one Yeah, what's the other one she got I don't know much about Algebra that, but I know. But, <laughs> but I know equals 2. Uh real quick marinara or, or alfredo what's what's your pasta preference? Uh definitely marinara. Okay. I'm
3: not a white sauce guy. Mm. Oh, for real? And and not because of the pretenses. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> not, not even that. It's just I don't know. White sauce always feels a bit heavier. That's racist. It's, it is as opposed to. That's funny as hell. That's that's funny as hell. Because why well, still go. All right, <laughs> that's not what I meant, guys. <laughs> I, I mean marinara just feels a little bit lighter. I can more marinara as opposed to right. white sauce. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go marinara. Yeah. Save what kind of pasta? What kind
1: of pasta though with the marinara? Ooh. Because. Listen, we get into mozzarella it. I, sticks. I, so mozzarella sticks. What pasta? No, <laughs> <sticks. laughs>
0: it's Mozzarella sticks okay. okay. on the mozzarella sticks. Okay, oh, man, yeah. man, man, man. You uh, said pasta.
2: Yeah, but I don't.
4: He's I like, like, I don't do that.
2: No. it's all good.
3: I like the um, fettuccine, which is weird. Nice. Uh, both What's the bow tie ones? Bow tie, yeah, 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 yeah. I fuck with those bow ties. Yeah, right. those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a pasta whore, by the way. <laughs> okay, like, I'm supposed to tell by. Like, yeah, he's a pasta whore, bro. <laughs> really? like, nah, I would really look like one of them ball playing niggas if I stopped eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a pasta whore. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's but, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. It's
0: alright. Savon marinara alfredo. I'm gonna go marinara. Okay. Um, Definitely for this.
2: Alfredo man. reminds me of the days where me and my family were broke as fuck. Mm. And all we had to eat Cheers. was Alfredo for a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah, yeah. So an Alfredo Dude. sauce, I'm cool. You're good. Got you got my sister, real quick, quick story. My yeah. sister, when she first started cooking, that was her go-to dish. Mm. Ah, right? so a lot of Because go-to that's dish. what we ate. So yeah. she was yeah. like, yo, yeah. I'm a finesse the Alfredo. This and that. <laughs> she thought she was <laughs> serving us up. I got a big family. And it was like a year where I just had to sit her down. And I said, baby girl, like that shit now. is ass. <laughs> I can't eat not that. that. Oh, not God. that you make it ass, It's
3: just
1: but it yeah.
2: triggers my mm-hmm. trauma of right. being broken. She didn't you know, know you right. had
3: every single variation of it
1: already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. not many variations you can go it's not. It's, much. it's shrimp, chicken, yeah. and it's fettuccine. It's all so about like the meat that green. you put in it. Exactly. Yeah, nah, yeah. so I'm going to go marinara. It's okay. kind of limiting, but uh, you know what's funny? I don't have the, the, the connection to Alfredo that you do. <laughs> I like Alfredo. I appreciate it, but there's nothing better than tomato sauce to me. Like, it's just the. Right. Tomato sauce is just so yeah. on point, and like it's it's very flexible. You can do a lot with it. So That's true. I'm gonna go with marinara on this one too.
0: I'm an Alfredo guy myself. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Stand ten toes that. in it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm yeah. mad at it. You we'll, we'll ride solo here, um, real quick. <laughs> nonfiction or fables for, for our, our literature people. Nonfiction or fables. Oh. Nonfiction or fables.
2: I'm gonna go probably nonfiction. Okay. Nonfiction. Nonfiction. I like that sense of, you know, just reality. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. The fables are cool. Yeah. But I think, you know, just geared towards my personality of Mm -hmm. being able to envision, see something and be like, oh shit, that's a possibility. Right. I like nonfiction. Or Alex. Man, make something up. Gotta make something up for me. That's know. right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we
3: could dream. Right. So we, cre- so we could create. He's escape. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm the type of person when I digest content, whether it be art, shows, I don't want to predict what's happening. Okay. And I get pretty pissed off when I can. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the good novels that take the fable approach, they really throw it off where I was like, oh, I didn't know the horse right. was going to do that on the mountain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you a reader? Are, do you so read? I try. Okay. I
3: try. So as of recent, I've been reading more. See, I'm one of those readers. I read what? Is uh pertaining on my brain, so okay. right now I'm really into like learning different uh types of music production. Okay, you know what I'm saying, you know. and the business behind music. So I've been yeah. reading. Around, I've been reading about books like that.
1: Nice, yeah. nice, nice. But
3: um, on a normal, I could still read a good novel. Okay. There you go. Yeah. That's what's
1: up. Yeah. yeah, fables, man. I remember it just when you said to use the word fable. I haven't heard that word in a long time. It reminded <laughs> me back in like second grade, I think they had all the kids was learning poems and then we had to like recite poems and they, they made me learn uh, The Lion and the Mouse.
0: You mm-hmm. all remember that? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, Lion yeah. and the Mouse. Yes, so that yes. was,
1: that's a fable. So I just made me think of that so I'm gonna go with fable.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a fable guy as well. I, I love to use my imagination. I love seeing other people use theirs and mm-hmm. come up with some crazy shit. So. Does that fables. create liars
3: though? <laughs> Do fables create liars? <laughs> we getting f- high level. <laughs> it's not <laughs> liars. It's <laughs> not liars. It's telling stories. <laughs> it's <not> telling <laughs> stories. Why. My imagination is
2: too wild. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm afraid of my own imagination. I, I, I need afraid. to like Pull it back really? pull it back I'm not <laughs> mad at that. Give
0: at me all. some reality. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, with with love in the air, going with the flow or establishing labels. Oh Lord. Claim me. <laughs>
2: yes. like I love old, me yeah. like, I love We ain't I ain't trying like, to worry about it with uh, yeah. all social media all these different avenues uh, yeah. I need to know god damn yeah. it no yeah. pun intended I on the like podcast bars. so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would prefer titles but it takes a while to get there yeah, you right, know like right. everybody so. just can't go around getting the title yeah, but when it's that time like I don't want to go with the flow let's mm-hmm. establish what this is mm-hmm. and, and let's vibe out yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: yeah. I like that Um, I don't know when I was younger I'd probably give you like oh yeah like Fuck titles, I don't know. As I'm getting older, mm-hmm. I do realize the importance sometimes of, like Savon said, actually saying and cement what things are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But naturally, though, I will say though, I I do enjoy going with the flow because it could just take you to different realms of a person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because there's no quote unquote expectations for what you think it could get to. Yeah. Which and and that could be fun. Yes. Yeah. So
0: I'm I'm kind of stuck oh. between the middle. But as I'm getting older, I am leaning towards uh what Savon said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, establishing a label, you, you then have to have to live up to something, as you said. So yeah, there's, there's that pressure, that added pressure. Yeah. So yeah, I feel that. That's the
1: only cuff, brother.
0: That... <laughs> that's the only cuff, brother. That's I fair. That yeah, I love it for you. No, that's yeah, great. I love it that's great.
1: Yeah. Um, as a very uh, flowy brother myself, I have <laughs> I have gone with the flow many times, but I feel like in my age, like. Yeah. I, I, to your point of talking about like, you know, it's nice sometimes to have not no pressure about it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding myself as like, I'm not going to get into anything or try to go to with the flow nothing until I know that I would be open to it if it got to that juncture where it's like, oh, we could mm-hmm. put a label on it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So
1: until I'm ready to be like in that space, is like- I'm me, baby. Like, yeah. he really a musician. Okay.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> and he from L. A. Too. That was such an L. A. LA answer. Yeah. Get him. Get him. That was him, such an L. A. LA answer. What's an L. A. Answer? bro. Like, you with the vibes. Like, Yo, I fact. know you was holding back from saying the word vibes. Yeah, no, it's
0: <laughs> it's
1: really what it's just who I am. Yeah,
0: yeah that's yeah. dope. I feel that. There you go. Word. So let's jump into our chat. I want to start with. Showing some support to Isaiah Rashad. There was a lot of uh, craziness on the internet this past week. Uh, there was a video leaked of him um, minding his business, doing what he mm-hmm. wants to do. And I want to say, you know, Stay Busy he has a podcast and need to know as well. We support the LGBTQIA community, um, mm-hmm. so there's no there's no judgment here. And I just think yeah, y'all are weird, honestly, for whoever outed him like that's something that's just like really messed up to do like when someone wants to express that themselves they should have the comfort and the security to do that so Mm -hmm. um you know for everyone who's taking a negative spin on this and who's just perpetuating it like it it shouldn't be such a big story but when you are a a big figure and something comes out that people don't expect they're going to make a big deal of it but I i don't care about all the craziness i don't care about any negativity that people are putting on it i just i us as men especially supporting um, we're supporting him regardless of what he feels he's a he means a lot to a lot of people his Mm -hmm. music has helped people through very difficult things and that's and also this isn't new like we've we've (laughs) for frank ocean has has been around for a while like there's there's we know several people who identify as lgbtqia you know in in our community so it shouldn't be such a big story but it it was and it's unfortunate but yeah i just want to show support to isaiah rashad um Absolutely wow. sad because um I, I, if I, we were talking you know before the
3: podcast started if I'm not mistaken he was going through things with depression if I'm not mistaken yep. right he had taken yeah. a hiatus <laughs> away from music for a while yeah. and he had finally released uh, his album in terms of hey I'm coming back yeah. and now after the album is out this is how he's received after yeah. living yeah. out one of his truths that's sad you brought up a point about um Tyler Frank did you say Frank or Tyler Frank Ocean you said Frank Ocean right yeah but t- Tyler you- too yeah. I have a question <laughs> for the three y'all. do you guys think that um if it wasn't, I'm going to put it like this, right? Do you feel like people treat Frank Ocean entirely, the creator, the way they do with their sexuality because they necessarily haven't seen it and it isn't in their face? And with this Isaiah Rashad thing, of course it wasn't on their mind. You know, they, think he, he, they know he has a daughter. Mm-hmm. But because they saw it it, it, it pushed something in their head. Because I will say a lot of people yeah. I was speaking to, they were like, you know. They would never do this to Tyler or Frank. And I was like, you know what? You don't know people. Mm -hmm. I think with people, a lot of the times, they don't know themselves until that moment occurs. And I think when it was in their face Mm -hmm. is when they start to be like,
2: wait, I don't. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's when it could change. <clears throat> it reminds me, mm-hmm. and I know this is not a sports podcast, but mm-hmm. a few years ago, there was a story with Ray Rice, right? Mm-hmm. And him and his girl, they got into a domestic dispute in an elevator. Yeah. And at first, it was just rumblings. Mm-hmm. And he was able to keep his job. He continued to do what he had to do. But once the video got released, it changed everybody's perception right. of the whole situation. Yeah. Right. So I think, to your point, mm-hmm. I think with Frank and with Tyler, mm-hmm. you know, they're open and comfortable in their own sexuality, mm-hmm. but not knowing or seeing what they do living in that mystique Mm -hmm. is a little bit different especially because um you know their messaging came from them
4: yeah Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that's
2: the Mm -hmm. other thing i remember Mm -hmm. y'all remember tumblr yeah i remember when tumblr when he put that letter out and it was a thing on tumblr you know and and he was kind of forthcoming with that information opposed to Isaiah rashad where it, it just feels nasty and disgusting the way that you know something so personal to him yeah. was revealed yeah. and exposed to the world. So exactly. took the power, the... took the agency out yeah. of it. Yeah, the agency. Yeah. Yeah.
0: People yeah. deserve to control <laughs> yes. their their, their yes. narrative. You know, absolutely. It, we don't know. He, it could have been something he was ready to announce, and now mm-hmm. he lost that opportunity. So mm-hmm. fuck y'all, yeah, honestly, whoever did that, like fuck yeah, you. yeah. I No,
1: no that. that's what we were saying like earlier. Like you gotta find an IP address. Yeah. We yeah. No, we gonna <laughs> find <laughs> out. We we that IP address. We find. wouldn't let that go. No,
2: <laughs> no,
3: no, not at all. Have Isaiah call me, love you, brother. Yeah, because I think
2: I think the another conversation to this is like. You know, we scream uh, mental health. Mm. You know, support <laughs> Black people. I'm glad you said. So- you know what I'm saying. We scream those notions on a day to day on social media. Yeah, and it's like when we get a chance to really display that as a community, right. mm-hmm. we always fold mm-hmm. for the most part. Always. You know, on, yeah. on a large scale, yeah, and it's always. like you don't know what that man is going through. Yeah, he he has people that support or. or um, rely on him, you know, yeah. depend on him. Yeah. And if he can't go, like all of us know in this entertainment space, there are people who are the nucleus, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Which is why they have a fall guy. Sure. When one of those gangster rappers used to run around with the guns, they say, Give it to your man. You can't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, who who knows how this can affect him, his business, his family, his yeah. mental outside of everything else. So prayers yeah. to him and his family and his team and anybody that was involved in that. Because that was just that that was that man, was wrong. Yeah, and Gross.
3: lastly, on that, for me at least. He has an, a very he has a very eclectic fan base. Yeah, so
1: very like right? they're on their mm-hmm. own page. That's yeah.
3: kind of what really shocked me because I thought if any anyone's fan base would understand, it would be one like his. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think it's his fans that's because yeah. well, I see okay. like yeah.
1: my peoples. A lot of my peoples are like fans of Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They've all posted something like, "Man, no matter what, like this music has we changed my life." Feet. Like Sylvia demo saved me. Like all people have went out and out of their way to say stuff. So mm-hmm. I think to your point, just really quickly, it's like. I think the reason why maybe people may think about it differently with like a Tyler or a Frank, even though they control their narrative, it is almost like if we were talking about the expectations, right? Of mm-hmm. people, people don't think Isaiah presents a, in in a way that may you know, be aligned with what he, uh, what he believes in or uh, what he does. And sense. so I think that that may affect like the per- perception for people or like mm-hmm. the shock value, if you will. Yeah. Um, because it's like, it's expected that Tyler or Frank may be on that little mm, bit, you know, off to okay. the side of we're doing whatever. So, uh, but yeah, just to your point there, but, um, I think his fans are rocking with him still. Yeah. Like, I do I mean, Yeah.
0: And I think that puts the onus on us to embrace the fact that there are various forms of homosexual, homosexual men. Like they're, they're not one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not homogeneous. they Sure. They're, sure. They're uh-huh. very different. Like, you could be super masculine and, and be gay. You could be uh-huh. feminine and be, like, there's, it's not one gay yeah. man. It's not one, like. It doesn't look yeah. one way. Yeah, it's not yeah. one type of yeah, gay yeah. man. So, yeah. yeah. um, All love to you, Isaiah Rashad. Absolutely. But the mental health part that you brought up, I want, it's a great segue into discussing uh, Roddy Rich. So, Roddy Rich put out a snippet of uh, a song <clears throat> this past week, and he was getting torched on the internet, and um, he ended up. Uh, deactivating his Instagram and his Twitter, and the whole mental health conversation came up again. Like a lot of people were like, "Man, like, yeah, yeah, giving him such a hard time. Like, it's messed up. Like, we gotta, you know, value people's mental health." And while mm-hmm. I completely agree, I'm I'm a huge mental health advocate. um On the flip side, I think the distinction is people. Some people critique the music. Some people take it further and start to critique the person and get mm-hmm. disrespectful yeah. right, and offensive to the person. Yeah. And so I don't think we should look at it in this like. Like everyone is attacking him as a person It's kind of just like when you're an artist and you put out an album That people don't like it's just you, you're gonna have Your moment where people are, are slandering What you put out mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean That people mm-hmm. like I, I don't hate Roddy Rich as a person I don't know him to hate him but I'm looking forward To him being able to to bounce back yeah. And put out a good project we know he's capable His mixtapes and please excuse mm-hmm. me for being anti-social Prior to Live Life Fast were all good So he's he, he's very capable um, But Alex you and I kind of had an exchange On Twitter about yeah. it like you just the snippet, and one thing you brought up—it was a conversation I had with someone else with regards to two chains. You know, you were like, "I, I can accept this okay-sounding track from Roddy or this good-sounding track from Roddy because there's other stuff out here that isn't as good." So, um, it, I kind of wanted to lead into a conversation about like just critiquing music for it is, and then also kind of comparing. To other things because it's it's natural to compare that's what we do like that's, yeah. that's that's what Twitter is people put one album greater than another album mm-hmm. like the albums might be completely different but at the end of the day like that's that's just what we do we naturally compare things so um, I kind of wanted you to speak on that a little more like why that was the lens in which you kind of looked at the the Roddy Rich snippet and uh, assessed it well for one we do it with Drake all the time
3: mm-hmm. uh, Drake just put out Certified Lover Boy and a lot of us already knew a lot of those records were confirmed to be leaks. Mm-hmm. We knew that. A lot of us knew that, and we still listen to the album, mm-hmm. and we and it's still streamed high because he's Drake. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? It's like, with Roddy Rich. we know what he did with uh, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial, correct? That's the name of the first one? Yep. Yeah. We know what he did with it. Mm-hmm. We know the effect it had on all of us. Yeah. We know the numbers it did. So if I know this young man is capable of doing this, and naturally, we, we we know how sophomore slumps go. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we expect it out of people. Mm-hmm. On round two, if you really pay attention for, for, the, for the rookie artists, on round two, we, we usually don't expect much. Mm-hmm. That's
1: the hardest one. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the That's, hardest because
3: yeah. all of us, again, know that because mm-hmm. we are always so attached to the first one. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm not calling Roddy Riddick Drake, mm-hmm. but if we can... If we can say, "Yo, these really good artists make good bodies of work," and now all of the music is going to sound like what that first one sound, mm-hmm. then we should create that grace for them. Yeah. If we can do it with Drake, we can do it with other people. Mm-hmm. Like other people make good music. I don't, and another thing, what people don't understand, Armand, is the process of making music. Mm-hmm. Recently, you opened this episode with saying, "I just got my first placements." Congrats. You know, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. In these times, in these sessions, I've, I've been with these artists. And a lot of these fans, bro, really don't understand what it takes mm. to even create a hook. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Talk to them, bro. Really, they they, they have no.
3: And Nick Nixon, an artist, he can yeah. speak to it. They yeah. wouldn't even know where to start.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: they wouldn't even know where to begin. Like, fuck a verse. Fuck a sixteen. <laughs> fuck no, a bridge. No hook. Fuck a beat switch. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even know where to start with a hook. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy for them to berate people that are consciously trying to make an effort. Roddy Rich this week, right? He posted a snippet that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. In his story, before he deleted it, he said, I guess I'm a flop now. Mm. Yeah. So now a guy that we know makes good music has listened to the internet and is now affected... Mm-hmm. While he's trying to give y'all a better version of what y'all didn't like, mm-hmm. boy was so hyped, he dropped a snippet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, I don't know what it see. A lot of people that don't make music don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. We dropping a snippet because I'm so connected to this little piece right here mm-hmm. that I just want a little feedback. Mm-hmm. Right. So
2: y'all don't gotta love it. Right. Mm-hmm. But come on now. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> come on nah. as the uh, As y'all, because I'm like I, I, I'm aware. I'm not a music guy. Right. Right? I'm a casual music consumer. Mm-hmm. Right. I listen to what I listen to. I like what right, I right, like. Right, right. I rely on this guy for all of the, the, <laughs> the us, bro. informative <laughs> right. music takes. Like, <laughs> yeah. I rely on him. But one thing I didn't notice with Roddy, because he was such like a megastar, and he came, not out of nowhere, but In a mainstream sense, like Mm -hmm. the Grammys and Mm -hmm. those awards and that limelight, he kind of came out of nowhere. And it's a lot of pressure, you know. Um, He kind of took some time off a little bit, some would Mm -hmm. say, from his last project. But you guys just being so involved and in tune with music, like, where do you think he went wrong on this project? Was it uh, mismanagement from the label? You know, did they kind of prop him in a position maybe he just wasn't ready for? You know, like, where did they go wrong
0: with Roddy? So a lot of people feel like he waited too long. I don't think he waited too long. A, a, a two-year wait is not. Me neither. That's that's not a, it's that's, a normal cycle, especially coming yeah. off that type of album. Yeah, like <laughs> please okay. excuse me for being antisocial. Still streams hard. I still hear the box on the mm-hmm. radio. Like that that album was successful. So mm-hmm. I don't think waiting two years was the problem. It the rollout wasn't really too intentional. He put out yep. late at, late at night, early twenty twenty one. We didn't get another single. Like he just he announced the album, put out the cover art. Cover art was dope. The you know uh, the, the 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 film thing. Like, no skips, only did like a film poster, yeah. mm-hmm. but he didn't really get momentum going. And so, mm-hmm. it felt like either him or the label felt like he was big enough where he could just put this yeah. out and it's going to impact the people. Um, and like getting into the actual music of it, I felt like he kind of deviated from what was his strongest thing was blending rap and melodies. It felt like he was trying to rap more. And not that that's a bad he thing, but keys. like, his, his vocals were kind of monotone. He sounded mm. bored. He didn't sound inspired. Mm. And the problem was he went on KD and, and Bansky's pod talking about, yo, nobody else's music is inspiring me. Like, I got some shit coming for y'all. So mm-hmm. he hyped it up. He put that expectation on himself in addition to putting out good music. And that's the danger of being successful is the expectations heighten. And then hearing that is like, this doesn't feel like there was effort or thought mm. put into it. You don't. He didn't sound excited on his album. Like, it, 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 it. It, it didn't. Okay. I don't feel like we learned anything new from him. And like, he, he, he did an interview in 2020 where he talked about how he didn't want to rush his next album. He wanted to live life and have more mm-hmm. stories to tell. Right. Nothing. But besides him, I think he's, he's a father now. He's about to become mm-hmm. a, father. He's a father. And he talked kid. about that a little bit. But besides that, I didn't really feel like I learned anything new about him. Got it. So to talk all that shit and then not really deliver on the shit talk is like, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's, that's where I feel he, he went wrong.
1: That makes sense. No, he, I mean, he said it all. What was the story? What was different sonically? Mm-hmm. How are you elevating the music? All of the, all of the things. It was just like... And also, too, the rollout felt very, very rushed. Yeah. Mm. It felt put, I mean, look at the cover yeah, art. It's taking so much time,
2: bro. Mm. Right? Yeah. No, look I, at
1: the cover again, art. Again, I was excited like, for it because like, that last project, it was so I was dope. It, for it too. was
2: no skips. I think a lot of people were excited for right, it. Yeah. And, you know, you, you play the first few songs, you're like, ah, okay, yeah. starting off a little bit slow. Yeah. And yeah. then you kind of get to a point where you're like, yo, this doesn't get better.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, hey, yo. Yeah. What happened? Let
2: me come back to this bullshit. I right, might come back right. to this,
3: maybe. So, what happened to the pianos? Yeah. This. Is, what happened to the organs? The guitar. Yes. What happened to the chords? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. happened to the guitar? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when he was touring. Please excuse me for being antisocial. You remember Nick? You know what of I'm course. about to say. Mm-hmm. Here come Roddy on stage learning how to play chords on the piano mm-hmm. as he's recording, mm-hmm. and you could Sorry. hear how all of that was already wrapped and engulfed into that album. Mm-hmm. When he put out that single this year, it sounded like that was the last bit of antisocial. Yeah. Like probably like one of the last records. Mm-hmm. Didn't make and it. Didn't make it. And then he just started to make very fun music. Yeah. And that's no problem, Roddy. Yeah. But you got to understand, Playboy, after you made a deep ass album like that, mm-hmm. you were you successfully blended <laughs> trap Mhm soulful elements. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. A little bit of gospel in there with A little the bit of gospel with mm-hmm. yeah. the
3: chorus and the... Like, yeah. you are able to c- concoct something so beautiful and call it hip-hop, bro. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you, on your sophomore joint, bro, it just sounds like you got dudes that are c- accredited with beat-making, mm-hmm. but it sounds like regular club beats, bro. Yeah. And you're just doing regular Roddy on it. Regular Roddy sounds good. That's why I'm not killing him, like mm-hmm. I said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But, dog, you gotta know. You're capable If, of more. if you yeah. heard the... If you heard the chords you used on that first album, dog. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not a lick of that on that second one mm-hmm. come on bro yeah. what'd you expect the fans to expect from you do you yeah. think they're expecting that club music <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, that, yeah. or that or fucking deep ass beautiful masterpiece you just mm-hmm. gave them yeah. it's like
2: he went what from fuck? I'm an artist <laughs> yeah. to I'm a rapper I'm a yeah. rapper so he boxed yes. himself into yeah. yes, hey I just want to be a rap- yes, rapper yeah. I'm gonna get all of these rappers who right, are weird. hot who some got weird. the hooks who got whatever the Yo. futures the little babies everybody I'm gonna put that collective on my art and, and bro you could go get Kirk Franklin and make some fire Bro. You could go get whomever and make some fire. You don't have to in box his, yourself. Uh, his guy, yeah. You don't have to like box yourself <laughs> in. And I feel like yeah. he kind of boxed himself in, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: uh, like him and Ty Dolla Sign mm-hmm. on on that first Thank album. Yeah, that Shrug. was Shrug. one of my favorite songs of the last and then two then he years. Barely
0: used Ty on, on this last one. It was a one yeah. minute song. Like, yeah. So what are
2: we doing? Uh, you know, again, just mm-hmm. going back to Isaiah Rashad, like prayers for artists and people who are going through things. Like it's two different extremes, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, when yeah. it comes to Isaiah Rashad. Uh, his sexuality, mm-hmm. and now with Roddy, it's his music, it's mm-hmm. his art. Yeah. You know, they still probably going through similar situations yeah. because they don't feel accepted. Yeah, right, and I think right. again, just us, um, we we have a tough job as podcasters, as people who give our thoughts, our opinions, yeah. And, yeah. and do it on a weekly basis. You mm-hmm. know, um, but when it comes to the music, I think. I'm a little bit tougher, right? Mm-hmm. So on my podcast, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit tougher on people because I like it or I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not mending my words. If that shit is ass, I'm going to get see. on there. And, then he, he, and he got to pull me back like, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, you can't use you do the that. word ass <laughs> when talking about music. Like, I'm, I'm like, ass. If name, is at, what's up? If something is some ass, it's ass. Man. Like, that's angry. how I do it. You know, but I understand that people who actually are invested in the process of making music, like going back to Alex's point about making music, <laughs> there used to be a time back a few years ago where me and my friends, we would smoke, we would just throw on an instrumental, and, and we would try to rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We would just try to rap, right? Short, so right. you start out yeah, with yeah, the yeah. fucking mob deeps. Because yeah. yeah. it's That's easy all. to catch those pockets. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah, easy yeah. to catch those <laughs> pockets. But then,
4: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dare anybody listening <laughs> to this podcast, just throw on About the Money by Young Thug and Ti, yeah. and tell me when you're gonna when you supposed to start rap. Start rap. <laughs> try like, how do you it's niggas pick up? It. Where yeah. you hear this? Yeah. How do you it's stay on easy. beat? How do you make a chorus? I, what you, the baby. fuck do yeah. these niggas be doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's how I feel. How yeah. did Young Thug so, hear that beat and do what he did? Bro. Anybody hear that beat? <laughs> And say, yeah, we about to make this the hottest yeah. song of 2016, 2015. No, right. Just to yeah. catch Honestly. that pocket, it, right? does, it Bro, it doesn't. It's fucking amazing what these <laughs> yeah. artists do. So I understand the like, nuances though. in that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, prayers to everybody Dude. who who feels like their music being slept on.
0: And you want to know what I love about this conversation is we are critiquing, not judging. We're, we're coming right. from a place of love. A lot of social media discourse around music, it blurs between critique and judgment. Critique mm. comes mm-hmm. from a place of love. Judgment is mm. you're saying negative things about mm-hmm. someone. You're trying to be offensive. You're trying to slander them. And I think we have to do a better job of distinguishing critique versus judgment. Because a lot of people be like, oh, you're hating, you're being disrespectful. No, no. no. The only reason <laughs> I, we would spend, oh, damn near 10 minutes talking about Roddy is because we know what he's capable of <laughs> yeah. and we love what he did prior. We know, right. bro, I want you to bounce back. Yeah. I, I don't want to see you get you know, uh, lost and like never put anything else out again. Like <laughs> no. Like you like you're not a flop. That album was a flop, but that just means come come harder next time. Right. Like, that's literally. really what it is. And this kind of leads into another conversation I want to have, which uh um I-, I referred to the two chains conversation I was having earlier. Oh, uh, thank God. And um <laughs> I want to talk about the concept of letting people enjoy things, but also letting people dislike things because oftentimes on social media, when you when someone likes something and you don't and you critique it, people will be like, yo, you just got to let people enjoy things. Like, I, I like it. But then when it comes to disliking things, <laughs> people will try to tell you, oh, you dislike it because of this or, right. or, or, or you're hating. And then sometimes if you like something too much, you'll be like, oh, he, he's dick riding, which I hate. I'm like, oh, just because I like something more than you mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm dick riding. So I kind of want to get into your perspectives on that and the concept of being a dick rider. When, when you're giving someone praise that they just rightfully deserve, like, <laughs> like yeah. do, one, did you, like, do you think – Dick riding, like, exists. Like, is is that a thing? And yeah. well, why is that the thing that people kind of pivot to rather than just accepting, maybe I don't like this That's as much as you? I think dick riding is definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> explain
2: explain definitely that. Definitely a explain thing. It. Get into it. Um, but I think there's different variations. I think a lot of people project, mm-hmm. right? And so I think, especially as men, because I can't, I'll never try to speak for women, but as men, right. you know, we'll hear something, we like something, and we don't say it. We mm-hmm. sometimes don't even know how to say it. Trying like, to be too cool, you know. Like no, we almost don't say things are cool until a collective accepts it as cool, and then it's like, oh shit, that shit is dope, right? Yeah. Um. So I think there's a fine line between like support and then just kind of dick riding, and I don't think we really distinguish that as a culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um. When it goes to like the two chains conversation, mm-hmm. um, I think artists they operate in their own island. Mm-hmm. And they are the last to know when their time is done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think (laughs) that they're normally Mm -hmm. the last to know. Mm -hmm. And I love your work because, Armand, you inspire me on a whole different level when it comes to your pen. Thank you, man. When it comes to your detail, when it comes to your words, when it comes to your writing, your craft, like – you have inspired me. I like you've kept me up at night thinking like, yo, damn, this is what the lying. fucking landscape looks like. <laughs> I gotta call Alex. Yeah. I call Alex like, lying. yo, man is out here killing, nigga. Like yeah. we gotta <laughs> step it up, yeah. and it's all out of love. You <laughs> of know course. what I'm saying? It's all yeah. out of love yeah. and respect. Yeah. Um, just like Reggie, going to Reggie. Like yeah. I, I love her work too. Yeah. But, you know, I I think, you know, we are the generation to kind of normalize that showing love. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know Armand from a hole in the wall. I knew his work before I knew him, Mm -hmm. before I knew the man. I supported the work before I supported the man, because I didn't know the man. But had I not shown that outward love mm-hmm. and vice versa he's shown me a lot of love too had yeah. we not done that we may not be sitting on this couch and having right, this conversation right. yeah. because you know it's pride and mm-hmm. it's ego mm-hmm. and we weren't taught that growing up yeah. Yeah, you don't get yeah. taught how to show love
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah <laughs> you yeah. know like no. you kind of just got to figure that shit out yeah. and you know a lot of credit to Alex um you know he he kind of introduced me to that concept of bro just do you and when you do you, it's gonna come back to you.
1: And of course. And
2: ever I since it. I lived like that, my life has been changed. Love, right? love, In fact, so word. I think you know that, that word dick rider, um, mm-hmm. it's just a prideful thing. And mm-hmm. I think it's something that we're gonna outgrow mm-hmm. after a while. Um, and 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 yeah, that's yeah. just my thoughts on it.
3: I think people hate um stands. Yeah. So I think people really associate dick riding with stands. Yeah. And don't get me wrong though, I could see why people hate stands because a lot of the time stands are unable to just discern. Mm-hmm. With, with their favorite artists a lot of the times, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think people attach that word together. So, for instance, if they see you talking about a particular artist online, or Armand, they might not even particularly know you. Mm-hmm. But because they know that this artist is usually stand, mm-hmm. they're assuming that you're yeah. speaking from a dick riding position. I hate that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what it is. and um, is. I'm, I'm not one of them. No, I feel you, bro. <laughs> I'm not one of them. And it's annoying because yeah. a lot of this should be out of context, right? Like, it'd be a tweet. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, yo, if you really know me, you know I take the time to really gauge this Music, and yeah. I'm not just out here saying whatever. But again, social media is very performative in that way, yep. right? So if you pay attention to a lot of the tweets that are hate, they trying to go viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can yeah. you can see yeah. the way it's worded. Yeah, you can see the extra sauce that's yeah. put on yeah. it. As a you you can see <laughs> like they they want certain buzzwords. They mm-hmm. want a lot of people to either retweet and share it. So a lot of that shit don't even be derived from their own thoughts of yeah. what's going on, mm-hmm. but. I think that's the biggest problem, and people don't like stands, so they associate everything.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree. I, I do I do think Dick writing does exist. And yeah, it's it's it goes parallel with being a stand. The people who can't say because they love an artist so much they can't admit. Oh, that that song wasn't that good. Yes, right. that's like, what it is. And right, that's yeah. like when, when we talk about Certified Lover Boy, for example. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that surprised a lot of people because. Drake is my guy Like It, it goes without saying you So love Drake yeah. you love that nigga man. Yeah, yeah, I love Drake I love, love. I, I do. How do we not love Drake <laughs> I, 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 I do I'm <laughs> not afraid to admit I love Drake <laughs> I love his music I, <laughs> I love Degrassi Drake that guy Push his like, tea it, dropping it,
3: it, <laughs> Push his tea push is it It's pushing nigga It comes season <laughs> um, There's peace now Stop
0: But yeah I, I think we have to stop Like immediately pivoting to that rather than just accepting like someone might like something more than you and also like right. take the time to get to know the person putting the message out because if, if you see me i got no problem tell i love future too i'll say mm-hmm. that future song is bad i love most of his albums but that future song was bad and like mm-hmm. well what do you say then am i a dick rider then like right <laughs> like right. come on yeah. um speaking of future i want to get into a little bit of new music before we transition uh future put out a single worst day yeah uh, talking about Valentine's Day and how it's the worst day because he gotta buy so many different women gifts and all that. <laughs> oh, that's it what was, the song is about, yeah. yeah. dude. Yeah. It, kinda, that's it kinda, was such oh, a oh, you would have loved it. Oh I yeah. love this nigga. Oh, I didn't even know <laughs> that.
3: <it. 'Cause laughs> <laughs> Sabon's not really big on future too. I'm not a big okay. so I don't really listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Again, yeah, I'm yeah, casual yeah. man. Yeah. So yeah, if it don't come on my radar, I'm not listening to it. But oh I gotta go tap in. Nah, this might be
0: an anthem. He's a sicko. he's a sicko for it. To time it for this weekend, knowing so many people. everybody gonna be playing money long hours and hours. Future's like I'm about to get negative on y'all. <laughs> it's too many women. I gotta buy gifts. Valentine's Day is the worst day, and a That's lot of flush, people do yeah. hate Valentine's Day. So I think a lot yeah. of people are going to align yeah, with, with this, record. this record. Yeah. Um, I, in terms of assessing it, I, I thought it was cool. Future's singles hit more often than they miss. Yeah. I think I'm just at the point where I'm ready to hear a future album. Like mm-hmm, I don't. Okay. Future's the, the okay, artist okay. now. Where he's so established, yeah, singles yeah. are cool. I, I know you got to get the momentum going, promotion, all that. But yeah. I'm ready for the future album, especially coming off high off life in 2020, which I did not like at all. Mm, like, okay, I made sure, pre- sure I, I pretended sure. It, it didn't happen. So. I forgot <laughs> it happened. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So okay. yeah, yeah how, how about y'all? Well, where y'all at with future? I know Saban, you're not big on it. Nick, Nick, and Alex, well, where where you at with future? Um, for the most part, I'm I'm a, I'm a future fan. Yeah, I'm i <laughs> I'm a future fan. Um,
3: well, I like his different styles, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the style he had on this one was um. He talks more, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing about future is we need people that are clear in who they are. Mm. I, I think that's one of the things I do appreciate about mm-hmm. future. 100%. Yes. I, I think I appreciate about anyone that's like that. Mm-hmm. You yes. feel what I'm saying? So I think it's important to have the money longs mm-hmm. because there's uh-huh. people living like that. Yeah. It's, important, <laughs> it's important to have the futures, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, what's, uh worst day? Yeah, it's worst important day. to have the worst days because people are living like that. Yeah. It's sort of like with my music list. Like, I asked a question last night. He, he was asking me, "Um, yeah, so like, do you, if the songs are bad, do you put it on the list? I'm like, listen, bro, music is subjective. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is yeah. not
3: my yeah. decision mm-hmm. to determine whether the music is good or not, mm-hmm. but to a- alert you of what's out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, back to the future thing. I, I-, I love... I love Future because um he is who he is yeah mm-hmm. and I'm, I I like this record man yeah. I like when he gets into those uh, Zaytoven Wheezy type soul mm-hmm. Atlanta type beats yeah, yeah.
2: He, he usually walks on those so yeah. yeah so for for me real quick before you, no, you man, go next just to piggyback off what he was saying because right. I'm never gonna give like a musical breakdown of anything right, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. always That's gonna fine, look, I'm always gonna look a little yeah. bit deeper so mm-hmm. when I hear Future right the thing that right. I like about Future is that. He is a master. A lot of people give Kanye yeah. credit for this. Yeah. He is a master marketer. Yeah. Yeah, he genius. has a brand. Yeah. He has an image. He double downs <laughs> on it. Yeah. I see he has some content coming with Kevin Samuels. Yeah. So again, maybe video. I'm not yeah. the music guy, right? I'm not Good. checking for every release. But best believe, I'm studying this guy. <laughs> yes. I'm studying course, everybody yeah. at of the highest level. That's your marketing so model. Exa- mm-hmm. So with Future, it's like, all right, I appreciate the fact that you could drop a song with this concept and yeah. then go drop a picture on Couple Goals with your girl <laughs> and have everybody fooled. That's just like you was popping Perkies, but Yo, you don't do what, Perks. Yeah. You don't wow. sip lean, yeah. but it's marketing. And yeah. he, he yeah. leans into it. Yeah. He has that brand, and I respect that. I respect him as an artist, too. He's, he's mm-hmm. not for me. Like I don't listen to him like that, mm-hmm. but he's dope. Like yeah. I, I fuck with him, and I like the fact that he's putting a song out like yeah. this because I think that is on brand for him. And a mm-hmm. lot of artists, mm-hmm. they... Stray away from who they are. Yeah. They try to switch things up a I'm little too, too much. much. Yeah. 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 Talking about your man two chains. Like my nigga, Yo. you're 50 years old. Why you got hey. a shoebox <laughs> on your? That's yeah. your cover, my nigga. Hey, hey. What hey. Are you talking talk up. about open a bank account. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> hey, I'm right now we're gonna <laughs> get there in a second. No, no we'll yeah, see. but we're that's it. That, that's just <laughs> my future take. Just my All right future now. That's funny. Yeah. We can yeah. talk about chains.
1: we good. I mean, future. I I respect future. I I enjoy his music. I I just enjoy it for what it is. I have no expectations of future. I don't want nothing from him. I'm not. Hey I wanted this on the project No yeah. future Give me what I get And I'll just go with it yeah. Yeah. I love Just want to hear what he has to say yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah Let's show some love to the ladies Before we close the chat Jasmine Sullivan dropped The highly anticipated Hotels oh my Motels hey. Deluxe oh my, I believe oh. it was eight records oh Eight God. new records yeah. We got Issa's tail on there Issa had a little Had a little you know Thing where she a was talking story. Um Really great. I mean, mm-hmm. I I expected greatness from Jasmine Sullivan, and she delivered. I really enjoyed I, all of it. That's really all mm-hmm. I have to say. There's not much to say when something is that great. So
3: yeah. I actually was just listening to it on the way here. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the projects. I'm not really a big fan of skits on albums. Mm-mm. You're I, not. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it. Mm. I'm gonna be honest really? with you, Nick. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I'm me a why. type Let's of guy. When I get into a car, and this is just probably Alex's brain. I don't do singles or a playlist. Mm-hmm. People always expect expect playlists out of me. No, I'm putting on an album. Yes, always, always. Because <laughs> I, I usually drive a lot. Mm-hmm. It might be a 30 minute drive, hour minute drive, where I would drive whatever it is. So I like to just hear a good music straight through. Mm-hmm. This 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 uh, Jasmine Sullivan project, both versions were done very tastefully. Mm-hmm. And one of the new records on this deluxe, there's a there's a there's a, there's a, there's a tale called Bro Tales. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
3: and it's a it's a guy mm-hmm. opening up about his his in, his um interaction with a young lady who had him on her roster mm-hmm. and how that affected him. Mm-hmm. So uh, on his deluxe I, I I love seeing that version a little bit yeah. and I and I would love to see one of these guys I might do with Devon. I don't know. Just to, <laughs> I would love to hear a hotel's a bro tales version mm-hmm. of Jasmine Sullivan's. And mm-hmm. we could really pull from our distress. Mm-hmm.
1: Kojo said that too. Yeah, I seen him yeah. that. Yeah. I, I
3: would love to see that because, again, a lot of guys don't know how to get vulnerable correctly. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. They
3: yep. I, they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's either way too soft for X amount of men to not want to support mm-hmm. or, they again, it, they don't know how to get vulnerable. They yeah. stay very surface. So, yeah, just to piggyback into to what you just said, I, I loved how she added that addition. I love hearing men's version of things. Too. We go right. through pain too. Oh, absolutely. We be, for we be hurt. For 100%.
2: Yeah, I love the Jazz and Sullivan. Uh, Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love her work, her recent work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of dropping a deluxe a year later, though. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I feel, and, mm-hmm. and honestly, I feel like it's lazy. Oh, just really? Interesting. I think it's I have lazy. I've accounted for that. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, I, it was a great body of work for that time mm-hmm. I think honestly you could put it up there and her catalog is if not the best one of the best yeah. projects mm-hmm. that she's had yeah. and it's nice to see a resurgence in her career mm-hmm. like I remember Jasmine Sullivan when I was in high school middle mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about lions, tigers mm-hmm. and bears and and Busting windows out, and, like, cars. Cars. I remember that like oh, yeah. that was the era yeah. and, and you know She, I don't know if it's marketing. I don't know if it's just new life, new energy, new experience. Timing, time, timing. Timing. You know, like it's It's timing. timing. And she came back, and you know, it was great to see her. Mm -hmm. But you know, when I see New Jasmine Sullivan a year later, I don't really look for an extended version of an old concept, the old Mm -hmm. project. It's like, yo, first off, you don't give us a lot of music, Mm -hmm. and now you're just kind of piggybacking off of some of your your older work.
1: I have accounted for that. So, So one. On, I agree with you from the musical side cuz what I wanted and mm-hmm. we always talk about this from Deluxes. Yeah. I want people to go crazy with give me a new order. Give me a new spin on it, right? It's mm-hmm. specifically because she had a lot of sketches in it, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted a new narrative. What's the motels on the hotels, right? Mm-hmm. Give, me yeah. the Give me the motels, yeah. mm-hmm. right? The mo, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so I hadn't, I purposely, I guess, kind of stayed away from the project for a while just because I wanted to hear what was new. Mm-hmm. And I felt as if there were certain points I felt like, okay, like I'm listening. I listened to it all the way through. Mm-hmm. There was no, there was some new revelation that I got from the project, mm-hmm. but. I, I wanted it to be kind of weaved in a little bit more to what was already there because sure. it was a year later. Sure. But I enjoyed it. And we sat a moment and it's like, yo, that's actually kind of smart that you did it a year later mm-hmm. because the tour is coming. Sure. Mm-hmm. The tour is to coming. And it. it's it's like a research, it's, a re, it's an excitement again. And she has another project's worth of songs on here for Got that. It. So for the people who it's really for, the people who's really locked in, mm-hmm. they get new music, which is great. Mm-hmm. And a great extra part of the deluxe is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they're going to be rocking with with the tour. So right. I bet I would love to see in their data yeah, yeah. from when she released <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to when right now, mm-hmm. yeah. what was the correlation of the tour Sweet. sales, tils, okay. ticket sales. And I bet you it's on an upward trend. Got it. Yeah. That
3: makes sense. You I know my favorite that. deluxes? My favorite deluxes, shout out to Shoney Bin Laden. He's a popular drill artist right now out of New York. And his, his approaches on deluxe albums are just new albums. mm That is my favorite. I'm I'm not checking to check the last album to see what was the last song. Mm -hmm. So on a deluxe, I could see where to start. I just love hitting track one on a deluxe project, which Mm -hmm. is full of new songs. Mm -hmm. So I think if maybe she could have added that approach, it it probably would have felt more immersive.
2: Mm -hmm. How many songs is on this deluxe?
3: I think four skits. It makes it
1: a 24 song with everything. 10, I think. Okay, that's a long I so I think that yeah, could have yeah. been
2: just a whole different project, right? Marketed different mm-hmm. in, in right. my mind. Again, I'm mm-hmm. not an artist; I don't know what goes into that process. Mm-hmm. I just look at it and it's like, yo, it's a little bit lazy because I just want new. If you're gonna give me new, yeah. give me new. Mm-hmm.
3: And I tell Savon all the time, his casual listener ear is very important mm-hmm. because this is that what matters. markets are, com- uh, are, yeah. are 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 marketing for. Yeah, like the they're trying to accommodate the casual listener yes! more than anyone else. I tell yeah. him
0: all the time, it's yeah. important to see what you think because that's what people are trying to break. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, what a great chat. We got to a lot. Um, want to mm-hmm. give a quick shout-out mm-hmm. to our employee of the month. He'll be celebrating a birthday this week, my guy, Jamil Rayburn, a.k.a. Meals. Shout-out to you. What up, Meals? Another year of Happy life. Happy birthday, to meals, man. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Black boy joy. But let's hear some tunes before we get into some more fun. The best song wasn't the
5: single, but you weren't either.
0: Frank, All come back. All right. 500, what, 26 days without Frank now? That's funny. So That's for funny. our Black History Month slide deck, we are playing Black Empowerment, Black History, talking about the black prosperity and the black struggle. So we're going to start with our guests. Savon, what would you bring for us to play, Good Brother?
2: Hey, man, I thought it was very important uh, for me to pick a song that – I feel like it gets lost in Nas's catalog. You mm. know, it's one of my favorite songs by Nas. And I think it's important for us to show the image of black fatherhood, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Our connection with uh, just our kids. Mm-hmm. I don't have any kids yet, but mm-hmm. the day that I do, this is a song that I, I feel I'll go back to a lot. And uh, hearing the rapper, hearing somebody talk about his daughter, hearing mm-hmm. somebody be so open and honest, yeah. you know, on a track, right. I felt like, you know, uh, black fathers, black people, Black families is super important So this yeah. is Nas Daughters Let's nice. go.
0: Produced by No ID
5: Check it out I call it Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah. For my brothers with daughters I call this For my brothers with daughters I call this For my brothers with daughters I call this my brothers with daughters, I saw my daughter send a letter to some boy her age who locked up first. I regretted it, then caught my rage. Like how could I not protect her from this awful fate? Never tried to hide who I was. She was taught and raised like a princess, but while I'm on stage, I can't leave her defenseless. Plus, she sees me switching women, pops or on some hip shit. She heard stories of her daddy thugging, so if her husband is a gangster, can't be mad. I love him. Never for her I want better. Homie in jail, dead dad. Wait till he come home, you can see where his head's at. Niggas got game, they be tryna to live He seen your mama crib, plus I'm sure he know who your father is Although you real, plus an honest kid Don't think I'm slow, I know you probably had that chronic lid You 17, I got a problem with it She look at me like I'm not the cleanest father figure But she rocking with it For my brothers with daughters, I call this For my brothers with daughters, I call this Not saying that our sons are less important
4: Brothers with daughters, I call this, for my brothers with daughters, I call this,
5: not saying that our sons are
4: less
2: important. Uh. Yeah. Mm. That was dope. The drums yeah, is man. stupid. Dope. Nah, it's daughters. <sighs> Please, that. fellas, go spin <laughs> that. If you got a kid, wow. son, daughter, whatever that is, go spin that. I think it's an important song. Beautiful.
3: I love that song, bro. I was ready to spit the hell shit over. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. so, was a great song. Oh, Thank you, man. <laughs> that album dropped when I was in high school, so life is good. I was just reminiscing. Yeah, yeah. yeah twenty twelve, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No funny shit. Alex, what did you bring for us to play, good brother?
3: Um. Yeah. So I, I brought a West Coast artist. Uh those might be familiar with him as Buddy. Buddy has done a lot of work for uh with Nip, mm-hmm. uh Mozzie, just a really cool, yeah. uh, eclectic LA artist. And um this song is called Black, it's featuring ASAP Ferg. Yeah. Um, I love this song because they really stand in their blackness and what yeah. it means to be black, uh, making it cool, standing in it, just being ten toes in and immersed yeah. by it.
0: Um, yeah, this is this, this is black. All right, mm-hmm. produced by Jahan Sweet. That is
6: right. Black 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 <laughs> black on black black Yeah hey Okay black 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 on black black my thoughts so black 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 on black my skin is so black I'm rocking that black on black is black. black rims on these black wheels and this black wheels in this black black with this black, bitch. black so black on black, black on black on black on black 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 black, 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 black on black black my thoughts on so black, black black, I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking all black, everything is black, black rims on this black, wheels in this black, black. we put this black, black. Yeah. black. Yeah. black. Yeah. black on are just black, black running to you. Thoughts black cause the dark side of the moon. Won't be no truth. Won't be no truth. At your funeral in an all black suit. Couple white girls working all black too. Me and man marching on all black boots. Call up the troops. Call up the troops. Punch you in the mouth then knock out your tooth. I can tell when they not telling the truth. Talking that shit nigga what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? do? Back and I'm black and I'm acting brand new. Niggas in the back like oh word. Diamonds all black like fuck what, fuck what you heard. Fuck what you heard. Fuck what you heard. Spilling some Hennessy black on the curb. Just for the memory of the deceased. When I black out i am awaken the beast. What is gonna be? But it's gonna be, you don't wanna fuck with a nigga like me. That you never seen my fuck so black. Nigga, I'm black on black on black on black on black, 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 black on black, black, my fuck, so black,
0: black, black, I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm fucking at the Yo, y'all see why I keep out around. Yeah. Y'all get in there, like after on. we did this podcast.
2: Y'all see why I need this nigga around. Like <laughs> I don't know where I would be, like, yo, that was a tomb, my nigga. What's good yeah. with you? Good Bro. Why you ain't sent me that before no, more, you sent it to Armand <laughs> so I'm going to pick a different song?
3: It's dropped in 2018. We just started yeah. our podcast. It's a while ago. Yeah. Like, while ago.
2: That was a great
4: song, I bro. I feel black as hell. I want to rock, nigga. I'm
0: saying. De- I'm gonna, oh, de- I want to de- do, do something crazy, <laughs> buddy. Hey, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black on black. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Holy I'm black. Shit. I bet. Love that. Love that. Go, go, go. Brother Early, what you got for us, good sir? Man, I
1: shout out to Caleb Lombard. He's the brother who sent me this song this week when I was thinking about a slide. I'm like, what am I going to slide on this this week and I was listening to this song and something about it just made me feel very uh powerful mm-hmm. being black. So Let's look. it's uh off a new EP. And then this is a brother who I follow as a musician as a keyboard player, one of my favorite artists, Robert Glasper. Mm. Uh, so this is Black Superhero by Robert Glasper featuring Killer Mike, B.J. the Chicago Kid, Big Crit, produced by of course Robert Glasper.
0: All right. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <I'm playing. laughs> Sound like some superhero shit. <laughs> some black superhero shit. <laughs> yeah. oh, man.
4: Every
6: block, every hood, every city.
2: nigga wrote
3: military mind state and I keep a gun and a decree. You can label me a Huey P. Made a martyr out of Martin out of Malcolm out of Mega. I refuse to let these dirty devils make Michael a beggar. Fuck a hero CEO I will go make Nito for my people. Give me liberty and death that is my credo not my ego. Dress in a tuxedo into party alter ego. Killed your
5: leader in gazebo did it for the people. Love what motivated I did not do it for hatred. But I truly hate the devil I cannot debate or fake it. I was asked a question and the asker thought it hard.
3: If I was facing Deaf and I could ask one thing of God. I would ask for every nigga to be free here and
5: abroad. And to be rightfully celebrated as a child of God. And to be rightfully celebrated as a like child of
0: God. God. Had a real classic feel to it. You know
1: what I'm saying? So you and Alex just gave me the balance I needed. <laughs> that, that's called duality right there. What y'all just did.
2: Y'all just brought me back. I'm good now. Hey, right. hey. Yo, that was a good one too. Up. Yeah. Did too. That was dope. That
3: was fire. Yeah, nah. If you don't know you black, you should know now. Uh-huh. Right. What he said, like being black,
1: he said, it's not my ego, that's my credo. That's mm-hmm. Whatever he said. It was, that was a hard I'll Let that
2: hard go long. over your head. Yeah. Right. That was a great song. Yeah. So I got to go add that yeah, to the Yeah, and then at he the end,
1: there's Christian Christian Scott Atunde Ajwa. He has... A kind of like a spoken word at the end where he's mm-hmm. talking about blackness, he talks about the black woman and he talks about like the mitochondrial DNA of a black woman is like the requisite for every human on man. Oh, he's on earth. Old. So huh. he like he went he yeah, went yeah, on. Yeah, so, so it's old. like it made me feel yeah, real yeah. powerful. Yeah. Like when you listen to the song, go everyone listen to that, but yeah. I mean Big Crick gets off on it, you know, you hear BJ floating on the hook. BJ's right? BJ. Yeah. I love, you know, yeah, so I love it's him. it's beautiful. Robert mm-hmm. and, and friends holding it down on mm-hmm. the on the keys and on yeah. the instrumentations. So.
0: Killed up. Yeah. Let's end this off with a submission from my guy Steven Smith as as you all see every week he gives us the Steve Stimmy the recap of the episode. Um, he sent in this track called Black Boy Joy. This is by Daz Rinko and this is produced by Sprill. So let's tap in to Black Boy Joy. Black Boy Joy.
5: on the door
4: So now you know, 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 know They want me to stop, stop My way to the top, top
3: They want me to drop, drop I know They want me to move, move I give them a groove, groove I do what I do, do For sure I want to know what really make you happy Weep when you feel crappy, Or oh, weep when you're hurt happy Or oh, growing up and never had a daddy Now you still know your pappy. That's what you call Blackwood
1: Oh, now that was just getting started man. you know we got to be conscious of time yeah. you know I love to get to love the four on the floor that. on that one mm. mm. love the four on the said floor.
3: never met your daddy went to went
0: from went to stand starting on your daddy I felt mm. that. yeah yeah. from Memphis
1: hip hard from Memphis that's Ooh. the Daz Rinko.
0: love it love, love it that. so if you all want to hear these slides in full make sure you hit the stay busy slide deck playlist on all streaming platforms hit the link tree in our IG bio uh, uh, at stay busy pod on Twitter or IG and if you would like to submit some slides like our guy Steve did you can DM us email. Email us at staybusypod at gmail.com. Before we get into the interview with our guys, we would like to play a fun game, a little segment we are calling need to know basis <laughs> so we got some Scott's we got good. some interesting conver- uh questions for y'all and we we, we want to hear we want to hear how y'all feeling you know what i'm saying be, sure. be honest be open be raw that's that's what we're here for that's so my problem sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem i get in trouble every week my <laughs> yeah. so i think we're gonna do we're gonna trade off actually if, if you feel empowered to answer one of the questions feel free oh, so first question what's the boldest thing a woman has said to you <laughs> Just show <me> that. <laughs> All
2: right. So in the intro, right, I have a CMOS company, Purpose CMOS. Please go get all the nutrients and vitamins that you need. Yeah. Uh That's where you can find it, right? The boldest thing that has happened to me is <laughs> somebody said, hey, I would love to try your supplement, your product. Can you please drop off a 16-ounce jar of Moss and dick? <laughs> And I, I, I was just, I was a little flustered. I, I said, it. I didn't know that came with the CMOS. <laughs> like, you getting mad nutrients yeah. and everything else.
0: I thought that was enough. She wanted the combo deal. But Ooh. she thought
2: that, like, it was a two-for-one, and, uh, and that was fairly recent. But, yeah, she asked for, you know, CMOS and dick.
0: Is, is, is that the new Netflix and chill?
5: I, I I mean maybe, you know <laughs> yeah. if the market't work, if it's gonna sell,
0: fuck it now That's big. Ah, yeah, think man. about it. that's a great combo. Right, that,
2: that was the boldest thing that happened yeah. to me in recent memory. Oh god, Alex.
3: Um, it's funny. we was kind of just talking about this on the last episode. I had a young lady. <laughs> young Hallit was interested in me. <gasps> mm-hmm. Young Hallit oh that was god. interested in me, you know. <laughs> and she had asked, you know, because granted we had never met each other yet at that time. She was asking for you know pictures. So I sent a little selfie. You know what I'm saying? I felt sus because I don't even take selfie. I, <laughs> I had to search the photo album. Like, damn, do you take pictures, eh? <laughs> After I did that, I thought that was cool. She gonna text back and say, I'ma need a video with you nutting. <laughs> That's the thing now, bro. I said, excuse me? <laughs> That's the right. thing. She said, I'm gonna need you to Woo! nut on, on on the on the on the camera and send it. That's the thing. I said, excuse me. <laughs> I, I, said, I said, "Excuse me." She said, "Nigga, you heard me." You heard. Then that's when I said, "Excuse me."
0: <laughs> Never talked again. Yo, that so, so I didn't know. We usually don't. We don't get into this on Stay Busy. The uh, guys are here. Let's do it. Uh, I didn't know nut videos were a thing that were requested until 2020, the pandemic. All of a sudden, on social media, people talking about nut videos, nut videos, and my thing is like. That's kind of difficult because, like, you gotta hold. Nick. Like, are you putting the camera on a tripod? Are you holding it with one hand? Like, thank you, Armand. I don't know. Do, do you want to see the the full process? Do she you just want to see the, the climax? Like, she said, I want to oh. need proper lighting. Do you want background oh. music? Like, it's like I don't I don't want to half ass it. Do so,
3: you, do you know how crazy I'm gonna be fucking up my iPhone would come, bro? Like. The nerve! You think I? That's how I'm gonna I'm kill my iPhone, Bro. The, if young lady. You got another thing coming. If I'm gonna break my oh iPhone, my it's God. gonna come from something else. But it ain't gonna oh. be from the, the my nutrients <laughs> flooding into my inner circuit. It ain't gonna do that. Charger port all fucked <laughs> <He's> up. my <gonna, laughs> nutrient. You know what I'm saying? It's my nutrient. That's my baby. What does it uh, suck? Stay yeah. busy a- after dark. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, my my I'm new sorry. <laughs> so go, We gotta go. We no, got to go. I I'm like, damn. Hey, hey we got to, go asked. to oh, we, 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 we brought up this up upon ourselves. This
0: is a responsible discussion. <laughs> <Absolutely>. Because, like, you gotta tell the expectations of what you want. Don't don't just say do it. Dude, like, tell me, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Wow. And would shook. Yeah, um, how, how is she? <laughs> I I didn't check. You don't know what she doing? I don't know
2: where she at. Okay, all right. I don't know where
3: she. Hope yet. she's doing
0: well. I hope, I I <laughs> probably got mad videos yeah, on her phone. Her, 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 her storage is crazy right now. <laughs> but I hope <laughs> nobody hacks her iCloud. If she was that. Oh never mind I'm gonna just keep going. <laughs> yeah, No I, I knew exactly <laughs> Where you was crazy. going I knew exactly Where you was going Oh, She just got a collage, <laughs> a collage Of niggas Busting nuts On her phone That's crazy oh, Next question She did a new um, X video Next question <laughs> Jeez, what? I can't mm-hmm. um, If you had to eat One meal for the rest Of your life What would it be
2: my grandmother's chicken palm. Mm.
0: I feel like you said that. That's why you
2: said marinara. Easy day. That's why you said All day. My grandmother's chicken palm. Mm. Just give me a little bit of noodles on the side. <laughs> some Texas toast. Okay. okay. I don't Texas even toast, need the expensive dude. Texas toast. Now, yeah. Give me the Texas toast that stay frozen. All you got to do is throw it in a little microwave, and I'm good for life. A
3: on I it.
1: love that. Like, yeah. just really quickly. Like, it's, it's seen over here, I feel like. Like black folks in LA, like uh-huh. we cook Mexican food, but we do it a certain way. Like uh, yeah, Instead of yeah. putting salsa, most black folks will put like ketchup on the tacos, okay. right? Okay, oh, yeah. So like hearing the no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't knock day? it before you try. Okay, no, I want one because that might right. be a little something. I Don't date, knock it before you try. I dated a Mexican woman for
2: a very long time, brother. Yeah. Okay, so I would get shot.
1: Like, I <laughs> no, no, no. Of I can't see me doing. <laughs> but of course, but I right. understand. I respect. But it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, so y'all yeah, know, it's like a thing. Yeah. Um. And it's like a lot of black folks out there like cook Mexican food in, like, kind of like a sofa way. So it's like yeah. a blend type so of cuisine. Way. So it's yeah. interesting hearing you talk about your favorite thing for, I'm assuming your grandmother's black. Yeah, she's right? a black woman. Yeah. Black grandmother. Cooking chicken parm is like yeah. your favorite dish. Black people, ah, black people see, love yeah. Italian it's food. It's it's from, yeah, yeah, it's I like so, so it. out on the east. It's like it obviously there's a strong Italian presence here, so yeah. it's like having that that cultural connection there. But it's like, you know the joke? She wow. making it black. That's you know the joke? Book. Black moms
0: yeah. make spaghetti eight times a week. <laughs> 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 they ain't even eight days in the week. But if you live in a black household, you have yeah. spaghetti a lot.
3: You know I right? ate a lot of spaghetti. It's <laughs> wanna... <laughs> nah,
0: yeah, a Alex, how about you?
3: I'm I'm I come from a Nigerian household, bro. So if you know anything, it's Nigerian rice and chicken. I'm bugging. I love rice and chicken, Jollof. sorry. <laughs> I, I said Nigerian, DM me. Jollof rice and chicken, I'll be good for the day. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Just need small of it, I'm okay.
0: Yo, he'd be switching into the accent so easy, it. <laughs> It's natural, it's real. That's it just give me some chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's it.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, doing good, doing uh, good. Lastly, this is an interesting one, Nick. I like this one. What do you wish grew on trees?
2: Damn.
3: That's a very good question.
2: Alex, you want to take that one for uh,
3: Yeah, because I don't want to say money because I feel like that's just so easy, obvious. Right, it technically does. What, what are the things that we actually need that should just be grown at a quick rate?
2: Hmm. Hmm. That
3: is a good one. That's a very good question. Hold on. I want to answer that. I'm really just trying to be – because money is too easy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
1: I do I want a car? To, no, I, want a car. I wasn't thinking that high utility. Y'all thinking of like, yeah. like a Swiss army knife coming off a tree. I don't care about nothing. <laughs> I'm like, right, right, I was right. like, it'd be cool if we had a cheeseburger tree. A, just like a cheeseburger in, the, in my backyard, mm. and a little cheeseburger just okay. right off the tree. <laughs> just go
3: grab it. Okay, I just eat a little cheeseburger off the tree. Something nice, something bad. cool. Mm. You might be on to something. <laughs> I I wish weed grew on uh, the trees. I mean they do, but you know what I'm saying. I just wish, you know, <laughs> to the, the
1: roll like a roll. Imagine a pre-roll. palm tree
3: with a little eighth on it. That'd be think about
1: it. Think about it. think about.
2: I'm not mad, <laughs> bro. I'm not mad. Is it a pre-roll tree?
1: I say, how you want son? That's a, a little is, is it a pre-roll I might,
2: tree? I might be asking for too much. Be lit. Okay, I might be all asking right, too all much. right. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to snitch on myself a little bit. I'm um, a little programmed. Yeah. I need like a Wi-Fi tree.
1: A Wi Fi tree. Like,
2: I just need every. I need Wi Fi everywhere I go. I feel that. That's it. A Wi Fi tree. I, I just need a router. <laughs> <laughs> like Man. if I go to a hotel, I want to know like, yo, the Wi Fi is gonna be good. So, so if you sit next to the Wi Fi
1: tree, it just lit. It's, it's just, like, just it's lit. Or you, so you might pull pull one be on a little, little
0: portable Wi Fi it. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. Yeah. like a little, boom, one of the vines like an Ethernet joint. Bam, Wi Fi. You might be on to something. Make my life a little bit easier. You might be Wi Fi on the tree. I like that. I love. I love it. I love it. So yeah. to get into y'all, man, like um, being that you're both from from Long Island, like how, how how did y'all meet and what were your first impressions of one another? We met in school. Mm-hmm. Um, Word. I love Word.
2: telling the story, so thank you for. Oh, asking y'all go this. back. <laughs> y'all go back. Yeah, we go back. I, well, go we college, so yeah. Well, we, yeah. we met in college, so we met in college and you went um, to the LIU. Post, we right? The LIU yep. Post, you yep. mm-hmm. Um, so we both went to LIU Post, yep. and our classes kind of crossed paths here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but Alex dormed. I did. Alex was on okay. campus. He was the Dude. cool guy, you know. He was out here. He was Amongst doing other thing. things. Yeah, he was just killing <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was a commuter, so I didn't really yeah. have that social life as much. Yeah. Uh, but actually, my brother who's here with me, he and I, we went to school together. And yes. um, me and Alex, we came across each other. And I was early on this podcasting thing. Like, mm-hmm. before it was really in the mainstream, 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. I really believed in podcasting. Right. And so, um, this guy to my left, Alex. He's talented. He's mm-hmm. gifted. Thank right. Like, super gifted. Thank you. I and that. a teacher played his project, and I said, who is this black man with this beard? <laughs> right. Why he got a beard and my hairlines receding? Like, what is happening? So long story short, I approached him about doing a podcast. That's great. And um, I don't know if you want to take it from here, brother. Uh, yeah, so I
3: ain't even going to lie, right? So at that time, the project he, he ha- is mentioning, I was doing like a man on the street type thing. Mm-hmm. Mind you. This is either I think I just came back from uh, my internship with Queen Latifah. Mm, bet. So I was I was I was interning over there on the camera department. Bet. So before all of this podcast and shit, I really thought I was really wanting to be one of these camera guys. Camera op, yeah. Mm-hmm. Camera op, right? I thought I was about to be fully infledged into TV and film. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So gr- Matt, granted, I'm finishing my last couple of classes. But Savon pulls up and he's trying to ask me to do a podcast. I think we went out to Applebee's. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is before Applebee's. This is before Applebee's?
4: Uh,
2: so what happened? You came to me in the class, right? This is what happened. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. know. Oh my God, yes. It was Views yeah. came out. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I wanted to do an album review. Yeah. And yeah. I saw how talented he was on camera, so I thought maybe it would translate in radio and podcasting. Right. So I I asked him, yo, can you pull up? Let's just do an album review. Let's talk. Mm Because he used to be a Drake stand. He was on your team. (laughs) Like, before he had to become neutral in music, (laughs) like, like. the nigga loved Drake. So I'm like, yo, I know he's dope. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So we ended up doing this project uh, for one of my professors, and we went straight through. We had no experience, but our chemistry was just there. It was just me and him in the studio. We went track by track, every single song. We had great banter, great counterpoints. It was like I knew this nigga forever, but we never worked together. Ever. And (laughs) a month later, I I decided I actually wanted to launch the Need to Know podcast back then. It was a different version with a whole different cast. But I had asked Alex first, like, yo, man, hey, I'm doing this podcast thing. You know, we killed it, bro. We got thousands of views on SoundCloud. It did really well. It's us. It did. and he was like, yeah, you can do that shit on your own. Nigga, I'm over here with Queen Latifah. I don't know what, you, I don't know what you're talking about, brother. So the first time I approached him, you know, that wasn't where his interests aligned.
1: Yeah, though. it's so, funny right. how
2: life works. Like, I was completely
3: extracted from what I thought, like, audio careers would be. Right. Because, again, I was on set with T.I., Tiana Taylor, D.C. Young Fly. Now, these are people I'm seeing on an everyday basis and helping them along with the camera crew mm-hmm. with some very expensive cameras. So here comes Savon talking to me about an audio adventure. He talking to me about an audio journey. Mind you now, I got the iPhone app. I didn't seen the little purple oh thing my in there. God. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. I, I ain't never really divulging it. Right. So again, at that point, as a junior, senior in, in college, I just couldn't
2: see it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we went to Applebee's then, right? Yeah, and then mm. we just,
1: we. Yeah. I
3: was
2: like, yo, look. Just give me a conversation, bro. I know you're busy. I know you're doing your thing. I'll pull up on you. Mm. Let's talk. Um, At that point, I had just started working with Joe Budden. Yeah. Um, And so my, my podcast, we, you know, out of respect for him, I didn't want him to think that I was trying to just piggyback off of his name. So right. I didn't relaunch my podcast. But once I felt confident that I could manage my duties with him mm-hmm. and also have a podcast in its own lane, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, yo, I want to get back into podcasting. And I'm right. only going to do it if I have Alex with me. Yeah. That's and love. so I asked him, yo, just give me one conversation. Mm-hmm. Let me map out some things for you. This is all I need. Yeah, All I need is this. If you give me this, yeah. we out. Yeah. He looked at me. He said, I'm going to give you whatever you need. Yeah. And Man. we've been rocking ever since. Rest, what year was this? Oh my God. Was it's this 2017? 2017? Yeah. Not 18? The, yeah, it had to be
3: 17. Yeah, we had the conversation had 17. in 2017. Yeah. And we started Man. getting things rolling in
2: 2018.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017.
2: Had
3: to
0: be 2017. Yeah, crazy. What were those early stages like with, with the Need to Know podcast? Like, kind of just get, uh, getting your, your your footing, finding your footing, you know, finding. Finding your lane, establishing your audience and your identity as a podcast. Was that something that y'all, y'all struggled with? Like well, what were some of the the difficulties in those early stages? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man.
3: You know, at first me and Savon, you know, podcasts at that time were very guest-based. Yeah. Right. And it, it seemed like you had to have an allure. Like granted, there were already shows at that point where it was if it was if it was a niche community, they would already support. Mm-hmm. But because we're out of college. And we're already influxed into pop culture. Yeah. We were trying to find a cool balance between pop culture and just showing creatives and people that people should know. Right. So at first, I won't lie, a lot of our episodes were very guest based because we we're trying to figure out our footing to mm-hmm. see if we could be primarily a, a show that that would be Garnered towards guests, musicians, comedians. We had comedians. I think Mm -hmm. Comedian was our first episode. first episode, yeah. Right, we were just trying to be very Mm -hmm. purposeful. Arts-based. Right, arts-based with the content, (laughs) exactly. Then after a while, it kind of developed into something greater. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I think think the toughest thing, um, again, I I always kind of tell people, because I was introduced to a lot of people through my affiliation with Joe Budden in that podcast, right? right? That's a part of my story. I can't change that. Um, But I think, me and Alex, we were really keen on making sure that people didn't look at us like we were part two of that podcast or we weren't trying to be that podcast. So uh, we threw a lot of ideas at the wall but we just felt comfortable being us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that was the toughest part because, you know, once you get labeled something you know Mm -hmm. when I'm a character on on another project it's like actors right a lot of actors they'll take a superhero role but then they resent it because you get typecast and it's like I only see this person as Batman I only see him as Spider-Man like Tobey Maguire damn near quit his acting Acting, career because of that Spider-Man shit like it's real so um that was one thing that I personally was afraid of like yo Mm -hmm. you know um, I don't want that to be what it is that we do because me and Alex, like we are very strong in who we are as individuals Absolutely. and also as a collective. Like we have a vision and, mm-hmm. you know, we're grateful for all the opportunities that we had, but we knew that we didn't want to just live on that, in that universe, so to speak, going to Marvel. Right. We didn't just want to be in that, that right. universe. So I think that was the toughest part starting out, just finding our footing of, yeah. all right, what's the audience, what's the community that we want to build mm-hmm. and how do we get there? Yeah. Cause people had already knew us from that,
3: that realm. Mm -hmm. So we just wanted to realize like if you even if you learn from us from that realm,
2: it's something ongoing else that's different over here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's so massive, right? And that's the other thing. Like (laughs) I always tell people, we work backwards in this podcasting thing, right? So we we tried it, we we did our thing, right? We were growing, but we shot to the top. Like I'm fucking going on tour. So now I'm conflicted, right? Because Mm -hmm. I'm helping manage one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And I'm seeing their numbers and I'm seeing their impact and I'm Mm -hmm. seeing their influence. But then me and him are going to the studio and then it's like, Oh shit. We, we asked. Like that's what I'm
0: thinking (laughs) because
3: the numbers ain't there. I'm arguing him. I'm like, yo dog, we not ass it's just fact <laughs> you are working for one of the most prominent the, platforms yeah. Yeah. The, 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 to- the. the platform the at, that at
2: time, the time right? so, so it was like it was hard yeah, yeah so yeah. we we struggled me personally i yeah, struggle yeah, with that yeah. just like yo damn i see we selling out shit for the people we work for but yeah. when it comes to us it's not really clicking eh like what's yeah. going on what's going on and yeah, yeah. you know he just kept me of course, and you know, look, bro, mm. just stay locked in. We go get there. We go yeah, get there until yep. we kind of found our own lane. And now I think we we finally hit that stride.
3: Man, we were sneaking into um the college, the college radio station, just to record. Mm. Listen, <laughs> like we yeah. didn't have a key yeah, yeah. True, every man. week. We showing up like yo, hopefully it's open. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> we're telling people from, from
1: Philly shit. to come out. Well, yeah, shit. pull we up. We got we a studio. Know. We don't even know if it's open. <laughs> <laughs> trying to finesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is? <laughs> I mean, what has been like an eyebrow... What was an eyebrow raise moment like where you're like, yo, like we not, we not trash, like, we lit, like, wait, hold <laughs> up, like, what was, is there any of those moments for y'all in the journey, because, you know, Alex encouraging you to like, not grow weary and well doing, like, keep going, like, yeah, same, keep going, yours? like, what what you? You? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest, Yeah, be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna be a foul. i I'm gonna keep a with y'all niggas, <laughs> when I seen Kim Kardashian, Ooh. retweeted me on her page, straight up, my phone crashed, I was trending in yeah. the world, yeah, yeah. just because she mentioned, Us on our podcast Mm -hmm. I said oh yeah We got some
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: right. Oh yeah, we got something. Nah, because absolutely. Not only absolutely. that, we had came off a wild streak of just yeah, it yeah. was just like coincidence after coincidence. It mm-hmm. was we would get mentioned by this person and yeah. then uh we had hung out with actually Neo yeah. the yeah. week before. <laughs> 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 yeah, you, you, you was hating on me for push, I was hating on you for me Neo. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like
3: back yeah. to back to back. Oh and yeah, battle clef, a battle uh, Rap, wrapped Y Clef. Yeah, we so, went to an event with Y Clef the same Time, it was man. a whole
2: bunch of people in yeah. the office, but yeah. Clef gravitated towards us. Yeah. And then specifically, yeah. Alex, him yeah. and Alex, he's rapping face to face with Wyclef, <laughs> Like <laughs> on the yeah. stage. Like, it was crazy. And these yes. things just kept happening and happening. Yeah. And we would just look at each other like, yo, bro, we really doing this shit. Yeah. And then for me, once I seen that, that kind of stamped it like, oh shit. because. She don't got to do anything. First off, that's promotion.
4: Yeah.
1: If literally. she
2: puts you on her page, if she mm-hmm. retweets, comments. It's like a million of like, posts. For that's no, promotion. Stupid. Yeah. Like yeah. I, c- I can't afford that. Lot. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. We don't have a budget in the need-to-know media yeah. that can say, hey, can yeah. we get Kim Kardashian nah. to repost this on her page, on nah. her account? So there was no dollar amount that could have got us in that position. And for her to see that and highlight the content and, and kind of just put us out there like that, for me, I said, you know what, we we really do got something, regardless of my negative thoughts and right. you know discouragement and everything. Yeah. Like, nah, this this is something mm-hmm. that we did it had nothing to do with who we were working with. Yeah. It had nothing to do with. Yeah. No, it was on our own merit, yeah. our own banter, our own chemistry. And so, for me, that's when I knew, like, I right, bet let's let's turn this
3: let's shit lock on. in. Mine is kind of similar to that because I feel like when people started to discern me and Savon from the Joe Budden podcast and respect our own entity as your own mm-hmm. thing yeah. and what we do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you though for me as a I think that's I think honestly I've only been really noticing that for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong if you mm-hmm. I could be wrong but just to see people separate was is, is very beautiful to me. Yeah. yeah. Cuz you know what we are part of yeah. but then you also respect what it is that we do here? Ooh. So yeah, definitely that. And I was killing Savon in that Kim K clip. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I was killing Savon
1: hard. What was the clip? Tell us about the clip for those who may have not seen it. Oh my
3: god! I was we was talking about. we I was can't, talking can't. about Kim Kardashian. I know we was having an argument. I believe Between. it was
0: when she was like going to law school or something, or trying to be Yo. a lawyer to help yeah. to help someone's case or free. Right. So, and, and, and you yeah. were showing her support. You were like, yeah. "That's dope." Yeah, I yeah. think I was killing him. I'm like,
3: "Fuck out of here!" <laughs> and I was just like, no, somebody got to do it." Like, yeah. goddamn, and I'm glad somebody's helping us out. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. it may not yeah. be the person you want, but mm-hmm. she has the influence, she has yeah. the resources, and yeah. if she's gonna help free black people, like we can't say free black people, then somebody does it, and we knock her, and right, then right. you know, we Alex kind of no, countered that. Yeah, and Alex countered that. And we had like a quick banter, but yeah, yeah. I think what I said in that moment she must have resonated with. And she said, retweet. I just woke up. She said, retweet. And she, and she commented, Thank yeah. you, yeah. Save On with a White Heart. Yeah, you know, yeah. She, yeah. She, she commented. Shit. It wasn't oh, just yeah. retweet. Wow. She commented. So, and I was man. like, Wait, damn, like that's that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, fire. That's fire yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially because you know, these celebrities verified. Some of them only check their verified mentions. The, the, they don't check when the regular yeah, people like, saying anything. So, yeah. okay. She was just scrolling through one day and happened upon y'all and caught it that's crazy yeah, yeah. timing that was a moment. Timing. again yeah. timing mm-hmm. that was a moment so the transitions y'all have have gone through i obviously my first time coming on the shout out to y'all for letting me come promote stay busy on yes, there mm-hmm. um yes, you know steph was there yes and obviously last year y'all transitioned and now it's, reggie and devon are on the podcast mm-hmm. amazing love yeah. it loved it with steph love it with them like yeah, yeah. you know it's been consistent great content but what talk about that experience of losing part of the the trio mm-hmm. and just kind of being like, all right, like wh- what? are we gonna do now? And then ultimately, the decision to bring on Reggie and Devon.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, you know, you you never could really plan for those kind of things. Like yeah. you, you don't go into a podcast, you don't go into anything with a group and think at the finish line, you know, that group that you started with is not going to be there, right? Yeah. Um, so at that time, it was a lot of change happening. Mm-hmm. Going back to. Who we worked with and the You know Ecosystem that we were in You know The Rory and Mall Breakup Was right before that There was Mm -hmm. another podcast That we uh, were a part on On the network They had split up too So It just seemed like The energy was just shifting In our space Um, But you know It it sucks Because we were all friends Like it's Mm -hmm. a friendship And it's still all love Like it's no problem No Mm -hmm. beef Everybody has to figure out Their own path Um, But it was difficult You know It was difficult Because we all put in work As a collective You know um, at that time, Steph, she joined us. Uh, like episode three. Yeah, you very, know mean? Yeah, she joined like episode mm-hmm. three, so mm-hmm. she was there from the beginning. And so, you know, when we did decide that we were going to transition and you know, uh, you know, go out different ways, it, it was difficult. It yeah. was it was tough for me personally.
3: Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest with you too. It it was definitely one of my hardest times in life. I got to be honest with you, at least in my adult life, and not just because of the transition, but because of what Nick has been saying on episode. It was timing. Yeah, Like, I don't think people really understand what it is that me and Savon was going through on a day-to-day basis. I know I say that a lot on our podcast, but it's because people really don't get it. Like, working for an entity while being an entrepreneur for your entity, while trying to figure out new additions and extractions, while dealing with your mental health, Mm -hmm. your family, your love life, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and extracurriculars and your goals. Yeah, That was, I'm not going to lie, I I laughed through those months. I put on the smile as I usually do, but you know that's just how I do. But definitely one of my most difficult times in general because it was just hard for me to just process everything happening at the same. Rory and Maul was happening at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your world was imploding. It was yeah. Like people
3: really don't even get <laughs> it, was it, it. Really, was, like your
1: world was <laughs> imploding. Yeah, it was yeah, one and thing they after only, another, and they
3: only yeah. saw one side of it. Yeah. When yeah. people would see it so front facingly, it only looked like the Rory Maul Joe mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Mind yeah. you, we dealing with everything. Yeah, along with that, so yeah. um. Yeah I'm 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 grateful to God to have um gotten through that the correct way with my brother right here but I I ain't going to lie to y'all that was that was a very difficult time for me in terms of my thoughts my 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 my, my emotion how I felt on a day-to-day basis it was it was very it was extremely Difficult to me I felt like I just wanted Everything to just end And not Mm -hmm. end In terms of life In terms Mm -hmm. of like All the bad stuff That was occurring Back to back to back Mm -hmm.
2: It felt like We didn't catch a break But um We didn't catch a break (laughs) For months (laughs) We didn't catch a break Um, For months You know Just going back To your question With Reggie and Devon Terrell Yeah uh, As far as like Asking them I think At first it, It we didn't plan, you know. Again, mm-hmm. we didn't plan. We just kind of was like, hey, who do we have a rapport with? Mm-hmm. Who can have conversation, great conversation? Who can add to it? And then it kind of just happened organically, you know. Uh, me and Alex, we had conversations like, hey, we could do this just me and you, right? Yeah. Armand, shout out to Armand. He was the first guest that we had once we made that transition Thank of, you, okay, you yeah. you know, right. Steph's no longer going to be a part of this. Um, what do we do? What do me and Alex do? What is our pivot, so to speak? And... um, our mom was the first guest, and me and Alex said, "Look, we can do this." Yeah. Like the numbers were good, the mm-hmm. response, the feedback was good, mm-hmm. but I think he and I was self-aware and, like, you know, although we are very different, we can also be similar, right? Yeah. Uh, both yeah. come from Long Island, similar background in that, right? Both males, uh, both black males, yeah. young yeah. black male. You know what I'm saying? In the same space, so for me the reason that we named it the need to know podcast is because we want to encapsulate everything, right? Mm-hmm. We want to talk music. We want to talk pop culture. We want right. to talk about uh, personal relationship. Every, mm-hmm. We want to talk about anything. I don't want anybody to feel limited when they come on our podcast. Yeah. Um, and so just me and Alex, although we have the nuance to talk about all those topics, I felt like adding somebody like a Devon Terrell, who's been an artist, independent Mm -hmm. artist at that, who's traveled and toured the country, who's had relationship woes, who's been transparent in his art, Mm -hmm. you know. And then also Reggie, who is a writer, Mm -hmm. who has her own journey, her own story. Like, I honestly wanted to be a writer before I got into podcasting, So Mm -hmm. I think taking the four of us, I thought, and we thought, we agreed that it would just make a better dynamic Mm -hmm. of a show Mm -hmm. to listen to you know Uh, people who just have so many different background stories Um, and that's how Reggie and Devon Terrell came about and
3: Devon was already in the midst of working on the studio we're currently recording in yeah Mm -hmm. while all this is going down Mm -hmm. it's crazy how life works Timing, (laughs) Timing. back to timing Mm -hmm. Timing.
0: and it just kind of brought brought itself together yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so now the show is uh what was it a million minutes listened last last year 2021 Yeah. Like three, <laughs> million, mil, 3 million minutes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. people listen Fine. to your podcast for Thank 3 man. million yeah. minutes Only how many minutes and that's just youtube and yeah right yeah. We, you know, we don't we don't have
2: the biggest audience on youtube as of today <laughs> that's mm-hmm. crazy. uh but yeah that was dope that's
0: crazy how does it how does it feel you know looking back at those early stages and going through those difficulties and being here now and like the social media content, the TikToks be be popping off. <laughs> all of it, all just of it. Like, <laughs> how does what, what's that that gratification? That that vindication? That the word Nick uses a lot. Like, just how, how does it feel to be where you are now? And like, mm-hmm. what are you looking to accomplish next? Mm-hmm. Very appreciative of it all.
3: Um, this is the longest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm.
1: Like and most consistency, the like?
3: most consistent thing I've ever done in my life has been mm-hmm. this podcast. You don't miss episodes, by the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I miss <Right>. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I've call calling out, yo. You got hold of I got you. <laughs> I got he don't you don't
3: miss episodes either. <laughs> so great to like it, it. It really instilled a lot of uh, discipline in me, mm. and you know, also knowing you know when you hear that term, you got to put in your ten thousand hours. No, that shit is real. Yep, for real. That shit is real life mm-hmm. to anybody that is listening to this. You're, you, are not, you are not going through imposter syndrome. You've only put, put 2,000 hours. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Put more hours. You're, you you got to put more hours in because once you put in those, those hours is when you actually feel like you're starting to master something or master it. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And that's kind of where it feels like we're headed to. I know a lot of people feel like we're there, but I personally feel like you can always get better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's done a lot for my, for my will mm-hmm. as a person. Okay, this is the most consistent thing I've ever done, and just to see everything that's come from it with putting in hard work and consistency, naturally it it flutters into your other parts of your life. Yeah, Mm -hmm. how
1: you do anything is how you do everything. Love that yeah I feel the same way so
2: I'm I'm more of you know we're yin and yang right yeah, we, we yeah, have yeah. A, a,
1: an amazing balance
2: yeah. and <laughs> I'm that the works. one he's like I don't know about all that <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm the one that's calling this nigga like yo fam why the fuck we lose two followers <laughs> like, they hate us no, you, <laughs> like,
0: you, you, you notice that that's shit me. that shit away. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, that, that guy I'm yeah. that creative with. That like, I'm
2: pacing yeah. I, I make phone calls at 2 in the morning <laughs> everybody could get a call with my am go. the he be group texting at 5 in the morning don't nobody he
3: me yeah, to do text yeah, for him. That's me, like I'm that guy,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to, to what Alex was saying, yeah. I think it is consistency. Um, and honestly, I think still to this day, I, right before we turned on the mics and y'all were setting up, I leaned over to Alex and showed him, like, yo, bro, look yeah. at the numbers, yeah, like, yeah, we they they're they growing, bro. Like, we, we're doing it, we're mm. getting it. like, we're executing yeah. because it still feels unreal when Absolutely. before you even wake up, you got a thousand, few thousand downloads. Mm. Because I remember when. We was on SoundCloud primarily, and I would check the numbers, and we would do 50 listens in a month. Mm. And on SoundCloud, every time you click on it as the creator, it counts as a play. So if we were doing 50... As much time as I was checking the numbers, we probably was doing about twenty five. Because yeah. I was checking the shit so often. It was mostly you. <laughs> it was man. probably me. Like <laughs> Half I, real So, cereal. um, like I don't, I don't ever take that shit yeah. for granted. I don't never, you know, not remember those days. And again, we, yeah. we still kind of live in that zone where, you know, we just hit our highest benchmark ever as a podcast in January last month. Yeah, um, so still growing. So, you know, I, I told Alex, it, it feels like somebody just pressed a button in twenty twenty two. And said, this is y'all time. Mm. Wow. You know, whatever deals is coming, whatever is coming your way that you work for, I I, I feel it. I just feel it in my soul. I feel it in my body. Love that. Um, You know, last year was the first year that we were able to kind of put our podcast on cruise control. And mm. what I mean by that is it's paying for itself now. Yeah. Mm. Like, for so yeah. long. Yeah. Me I'm and Alex, I'm for that, <laughs> I'm for that. I, out of pocket yeah, for for years. Out we out don't of take pocket. we don't we, take weeks <laughs> off. You know, mm-hmm. like even if I do miss an episode, I knew my cut had to be sent out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? If he had to miss an episode for yeah. whatever, he never an episode. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever, right? We had to make those yeah. adjustments. I still knew like my commitment to this process is I can't be there physically, but I owe it to my brother. I owe it to whoever's doing this to still send my cut. So, yeah. Uh we we're approaching a year of our podcast funding itself, mm-hmm. not having to really you know come out, out out of our pockets yeah. to fund something Fun. that you know mm-hmm. we love we believe in we fucking it's our dream like yeah, uh, we live in our dream man. literally and, um just to cap it off right i was talking to a friend the other day and i was like man you know i've been a part of the joe Budden podcast successful great you hear all the numbers the yeah. deals beautiful spotify billboards <laughs> the tours all this shit merch everything right yeah. i said damn Alex, we've been a part of that. Yeah. And then I look to my left. I'm like, shit, I know Aurorian Mall's not a part of this no more. But mm-hmm. I feel like I gotta take a little bit of credit for mm-hmm. that too. Because <laughs> yeah. we was a part of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. I, I I see what they're doing. I know they they implemented some of the things that I taught and taught their team how sure. to do our process, right? So oh, yeah. screaming and, and show yeah. notes and all that stuff. It's standard mm-hmm. stuff, but yeah. I know that, you know, that I was a part of that, and we were a part of that. And then I go to see the thing is. Who also records in HMD studio. Shout out mm-hmm. to Mandy and Bridget. And I go to that yeah, podcast and I'm like, damn, they doing all right too. Like yeah. So everybody around yeah. us is out here flourishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah. Alex, yeah. you up? <laughs> Nigga, it's coming. <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, right, you, you put yourself in a, a yeah. room full of successful people, you're bound to be. Right, that, right. Yeah. The motivation. So man. yeah, Absolutely, that's yeah. that's my approach on it. What is you guys? No, please.
1: What does for those who don't know, what is a day to day of a podcasting person who what does that look like? Even I mean, even if it's not just you know podcasting, for y'all specifically, Mm -hmm. what does your day to day look like in a normal day?
3: All right. So (laughs) you like oh, I just joke a lot and always say like my life is one big ass podcast. Facts. Savon could still feel that way because I know he does. He still works in in the podcasting, but my weeks are literally (laughs) <laughs> I'd say 75% podcasting and work And then 25% me Because um, again I have to wake up and strategically Produce for the Joe Budden podcast Yep, And mind you Those are all day things
2: yeah. Real quick, can can yeah. I feel like a sure. lot of people don't know. Could you kind of explain your role <laughs> yeah, like and, you and the importance of your position at the Joe Budden Podcast? Absolutely. Because a lot of people just hear screaming yeah, and they yeah, don't really yeah. understand what that nuance is. Like, True. I'm going to go ahead and say it, right? <laughs> the transition from Rory and Maul to Ice and Ish, right? Two guys who aren't podcasters, super informative, super smart, intellectual mm. guys, right? Um, but to be a podcaster and a broadcaster and entertaining It takes a different level of skill, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to be. It it is a skill, and you know, um, during that whole transition when everything was in flux and we didn't know anything and we didn't even know Ice and Ish like that, they just kind of came in. Um, That Scream Man role was, in my opinion, this is just me. He was spoon feeding content. Mm What you guys were listening to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it was their original thoughts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if that screen doesn't turn to a new topic, if mm-hmm. that screen doesn't guide that ship, Seguin. I don't know what the transition <laughs> looks like. Nah, mm-hmm. yo, I, and I appreciate that, brother,
3: because, again, a lot of people don't really get to see the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. So kind of what Savon was saying is if, if the guys are talking about a particular topic nine times out of ten—no, ten times out of ten— I'm pulling some up I'm pulling something up on it directly in front of them. Mm-hmm. And so let's say they're talking about an article, the article is all up. I'm 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 scrolling down the page for them. Let's say they're talking about a music video. I'm pulling up the music video. Just something where the guys could couple what they're saying. And, and and what they're talking about together, just for you know, for no wrong answers or anything like that. Fact
1: checking, mm-hmm. kind
2: of like a fact check, yeah.
3: like a visual live, cues. Visual fact checker. Yeah. It, no, it's yeah. not. I can't. You know, like
2: <laughs> I, I, nah. I got. I got. I can't. No, bro, I'm producing, sorry. He's, He's producing though. He's producing. Yeah, I'm we person. ain't fact checking. Yeah, fact check yeah, yeah. is. Yo, I think right. you know. I think right. Kim Kardashian is thirty six like, years old. Yeah, That's yeah, a fact check. You know, let me verify that age. That's a fact check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Alex does is, I am going to guide this. Con- this conversation. Mm-hmm. I am going to give you the information that you need. Yeah. When you're lost, you have me. Thank you, brother. When y'all don't know what to talk about, you have me. Yeah, yeah you know bro. what I'm saying. That's a fact. Like That's a fact. that is what he does, and he Thank would you. never say it. I won't. You, you know, know like
1: <laughs> he would humble. He, he like, yeah, would never know say it, Just <laughs> scroll the screen as my guy.
2: Yeah, right. Like <laughs> I, I, no, you ain't just scrolling the screen. Alex producer. has pretty, 60 I'm tabs producer. open. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. 60. And I know which each one of them is. He knows the cadence. Yeah. Before they even go to the next topic, Alex is he knows like he's a producer. He's not just a screen man. He's not just a character. My guy produces and and you know I just want to give you your flowers on that Amazing. because a lot of people we don't know. know and we'll never talk about it on our pod because that's not what we do. That's not what we do on yeah. our show. Thank yeah. y'all for allowing us of to course. you know I just kind of speak talk, to talk that. that shit, man. I
3: really appreciate that shit because again too see why me and Savon were so lucky. We were able to be on the side of production of one of the biggest podcasters, period, mm-hmm. and then also come out here and do what we do with our talent and our show. So it kind of gives you the best of both worlds. So to answer your question, Nick. It just feels like one big ass podcast every single right. day because it feels like I'm either prepping for one or prepping for the, the other. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. It's so a I'm, beautiful space, though. It is a beautiful space because because kind of what Savon was saying. You kind of get to balance everything out.
1: But also, you know, what's great I think yeah. about it is that like you ask for this. Yeah, this is this yeah. was this is a part of the best case scenario. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely, You Ask for it, and I think when you really love something, it's not work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or you really love something, you ready to put the above and beyond effort into it. Absolutely. And so you're going to have your 60 tabs ready to go. Because you just love it. <laughs> just you know what I'm it. saying? You yeah. just love it. And, and you want to be prepared. It's, exactly. It's kind of like football.
0: It's like mm-hmm. the the offensive linemen are arguably the most important position. Arguably. If, if, if you're not blocking <laughs> right, the quarterback doesn't have time to step into the pocket. Mm-hmm. The running back can't find his holes. So Absolutely. you are operating as the offensive lineman. And everyone has to but. do their 111th. in order for the team to be successful. Y'all giving me flowers before that. (laughs) Take (laughs) your flowers (laughs) back, man. Thank you, brother. brother. Um, So I want to get into you both personally a little bit. Alex, man, I, I remember... You know, and you and I, we've always connected on yes. on the music tip from yes. our Kazi days. Yes, to the Kazi. when I've come onto the podcast, and then I just I just remember you popping up, yeah. dropping snippets of beats. You know, on yeah. your yeah, <laughs> IG story with the, <laughs> with the beats program open. Like what what was your inspiration yeah. to step into production, and from there to now getting placements on projects? Like, bro, well, what's that journey been like for you, bro? Thank you for asking me. That
3: is beautiful. Mm. Um, I've always been musically inclined as a kid. So, my mom always had me in the choirs and shit. Mm. After a certain <laughs> age, though, you grow out of the yeah. choir. <laughs> that's corny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Choirs like, fire. Choir. Choir. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when you- Everybody's singing choir. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. When you when sing it in a choir, you don't really assume that you can actually sing mm-hmm. or or hold a note or, mm-hmm. or that you actually care about music because there's so many other people around you mm-hmm. that's also, uh, you know, carrying this orchestra, this sound. Mm-hmm. So- after that, I never really had a connection to music. But in school, when I was in kid, no matter elementary school, high school, middle school, whatever, people will always come to me in terms of like new music mm-hmm. or like yo, Alex, get on the aux cord. Or like I was always mm-hmm. that guy. Still at this point, never knew how to translate it.
4: Mm, right. It's
3: not until the pandemic hit mm-hmm. where we all had to sit down and shut the hell up and mm-hmm. think about your thoughts and think about your future and think about why you like certain things Mm -hmm. was that was the thing that made me think about this. So shout out to my brother, Justin Lloyd. He also makes music. Um, Mm -hmm. I learned how to make beats from him, from just going to his studio every single day during the pandemic and just sitting there and absorbing. Mm. I learned, it took me about, I probably about six, seven months to feel comfortable with making my own shit. And as of recent now, I'm getting these placements. And this year, I kind of feel more comfortable sending my shit out because I wanted mm-hmm. to really take the time to learn shit. Yeah. I didn't want to be a rusher. I didn't want to feel like I was doing pulling from imposter syndrome and shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. I just yeah. really wanted to feel determined, mm-hmm. researched, and like I knew what I was doing. Starting a
1: new ticker on your 10,000 hours. Yeah. Now we're in the producer 10,000. Right, yeah. right, 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 right.
3: So I will say the pandemic is what, was what prompted that, bro, because it just made me still. It's like, yo, Alex. We know yeah. you love podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've been a podcaster since fucking what? Uh, what's this shit in uh, high school where we had um, what's this what's the homeroom? Mm-hmm. Homeroom. This dude, nigga was yeah. potting in homeroom. I was potting in <laughs> yeah. homeroom. You room. was the one to doing the announcements. <laughs> I was <calling>. home. <laughs> I was like, yo, what's good. Good morning. Like, he was on the intercom. Yes, that was me. And they were always again. I was. I was. was I wasn't funny. the smartest kid, but again, because of my personality and my mm-hmm. energy, so this has always been natural to me. But it was yeah. like, yo, I need to. Feed my music hunger, mm-hmm. and it was really starting to bother me at that time that I didn't know how to transition over, so mm-hmm. making beats really brings peace and inner joy to my soul. Bar. like I swear to God, bro, mm-hmm. like it, it really fulfills the shit out of me and coercion with this podcast that we do with Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so I love that. It's beautiful, bro. thank yep. you. Congrats, man! Congrats Thank to you, you. Savon.
0: Man, you've uh, you've stepped into a very, very big, big role recently. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you want to get into no, it. we can but, talk um, about it. Let's talk about you it. You know, I'm, I'm I'm sure it wasn't the easiest choice to step away from one of the biggest podcasts in the world that you mm-hmm. helped to build, mm-hmm. but right. you stepped into a place that pretty pretty dope in in, yeah. in HBO Max, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and you're working directly with podcasts, so yeah. it's it's aligned with the journey you've been on. What's Absolutely. that transition been like? How tough was that? decision for you to make and just mm-hmm. talk about the experience a little bit.
2: Yeah, man. Um it was it was tough, definitely tough because you know when you're comfortable yeah. it's easy, mm. you know, when you when you know what your day is going to look like, when you know what your week is going to look like, it's easy. You get into a routine and it's easy to be comfortable, but um you know for a long time, I want to say probably back in college I always vow to reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I always vow to every 3, 4 years, whatever that case may be. Um you got to get uncomfortable to grow. Absolutely. And, and the growth is uncomfortable. It, you just Absolutely. have to, right? So, yep. of course, I was a little nervous. I was a little, you know, hesitant to to make that transition because again, I am a part of something that's impactful to people. I am a mm-hmm. part of something that's big. I, I I have a lot of control and creative in what I do at the Joe Budden podcast. Like, you know, I was that guy. Mm-hmm. Um and so it was it was difficult mm-hmm. but When an opportunity like HBO comes across your desk, it's like, okay, if you say no to this, then do you really want it? Uh, So I had to really sit down with myself and say, like, all right, you you talk a mean game, like I could talk, man, like (laughs) I could make a, I could make you (laughs) want to jump through a wall Mm -hmm. through inspiration because I just really do believe in that. But then I had to, I had question myself, (laughs) like, do 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 you believe what you say? Right? If you don't, because I turned down a a lot of opportunities over the years Mm. just because I felt like. It wasn't the right one, and mm-hmm. I always said I have to exceed what I'm doing now. You know when you know. I, I have to like exactly. I can't just go you know and do something know. else because it might be a little bit more money. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I got to do something that I feel will be a little bit more impactful, and I think HBO, uh, HBO Max specifically, going into that digital content space, going into podcasting, you know, feeling like a, a for, uh, I guess a front runner in yeah, podcasting, absolutely. so to speak. Yeah. You know, like I, I put myself in that category, somebody. Who really pushes the needle mm-hmm. uh, in podcasting? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, when HBO came, I, I actually applied for like a digital marketing position, right? Mm-hmm. Because I ran social media, I'm right. a social media marketer too. So mm-hmm. um, I applied for that position, and they came back to me with a counter offer, like, "Hey, we want you to manage some podcasts. Like, we mm. see your resume, we think you would probably fit a little better over here on Come this on. team." God mm. said, "Bigger, my son." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's <exactly> yeah. bigger. <laughs> it my was son. one of those, <laughs> yes. and I was yes. just like, yes. "Look, you you gotta you know walk it. You talk it. Let's walk it." So, mm. um, you know, I, I talked to Alex, right, and you know, just to kind of give you a little bit of backstory. So <laughs> I talked to Alex. A year ago, before any HBO, before anything came into the picture, before we transitioned with a new podcast, anything, yeah. we sat on a corner on a, on a street in Queens, and I looked <sighs> at him and I said, bro, I'm changing my life.
1: He said. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I said, I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know where, but I want you to know as my guy, as my brother, as my business partner, as my friend, I know we're in this position together right now, we're in the trenches together, but I have to make a transition. Mm -hmm. and I gave him a timeline. I said, by the end of the year, in March, Mm -hmm. I said, by the end of the year, Mm -hmm. I want to be in a different place, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea where that place was going to be. So I warned him just based off of my thinking. Yeah. So when that time did come, yep. he couldn't be like, damn, bro, you just left. Or damn, you ain't right. giving me a heads up. Like, yeah, damn, yeah, my nigga, yeah, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Like, I had no idea. But just yeah. the fact that those thoughts seeped into my psyche, yeah, I yeah. said, I got to let him know. Because I don't you, want him for, to yeah. feel like yeah, I just yeah, up yeah. and abandoned him. Right, so right, when right. that time did come, you know, I was comfortable with letting him know. I was comfortable with letting my family know. And, um, you know, it's, it's HBO, man. It's one of the the, the greatest powerhouses in media today. Mm, absolutely. And the fact that they allow a, a young black man into those meetings, and I'm talking to people from CNN and mm, Apple talking. and iHeart, and mm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, cool. If we want to be the best, if we're going to be the best, right. mm-hmm. we know we mastered this independent shit.
1: Yeah. You absolutely. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We
2: mastered this independent shit. Mm-hmm. Now let's go talk to these corporate And know how to do that. And now let me figure out how corporate America works on the highest level. Exactly. And so that was really what that transition was for me. It was like, you know, I'm comfortable in what we built on the independent side. But if I want us to really be a player, you know, and if I want to look at and get the songs. respect of the Joe Buttons, the Charlemains, and, you know, all these people who I looked up to over the years, mm-hmm. I want to be on the same playing field. Like, I don't want to be Lil Bro forever. <laughs> Bigger, <laughs> can son. You know, Bigger. I'm not yeah. here to Bigger be Lil Bro son. forever. Bigger. HBO, like what, what, what can y, what can you say? <laughs> you like it, it solidifies me. It gives me a little bit of credibility yeah. that you know somebody who may not be familiar with Joe Budden, the music and entertainment mm-hmm. doesn't. I could go on the street mm-hmm. right now and say three letters, HBO.
4: Yeah, I go, know no. you know, that you know, like that's all it
2: is. So yeah. for me, it was just about experience, and you know, I, I love what I'm doing. I'm still working in the podcast uh, department, managing mm-hmm. podcast. Amazing. I know you're a big wrestling guy, the yeah. Peacemaker um, I with John mm-hmm. Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I got a chance to sit in on that recording. Uh, so I'm in Zoom and my draw is looking at John Cena.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> what the fuck? What a cop. <laughs> you know, like. One could say he couldn't see you. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. So That's funny as hell. You know I had to get one off. <laughs> no, that's funny as hell. I...
1: No, that's bad. Funny. Do y'all not... <laughs> every, time, every time. Every <laughs> time. I had to get one off. Freaking. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah, man. It puts
2: me in a whole different space, but Absolutely. a whole different type of people. Like yeah. I love meeting the Nicki Minaj's and the Mike Tyson, yeah. but now we're going into this acting world, this mm-hmm. Hollywood world, and it's different people. It's different processes. Mm-hmm. Bigger, yeah. my bigger, son. my son. Yeah, bigger, yeah. <laughs> my yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bigger. we
0: we moving, man. Yeah, congrats, man. That's love. Thank congrats you. you. I'm, Thank I'm you. genuinely proud. Yeah. I Appreciate um, that. Yeah. To close off, you know, I know, I know. Need to know podcast evolved into Need to Know Media, yeah. And we we had some conversations. We had a big interview lined up that unfortunately mm-hmm. fell through. But we we, we we gonna make it happen. Absolutely, we Absolutely. gonna make it happen. But Absolutely. what are some now that you need to know media, like that's that's far more encompassing than just a podcast. Yeah. So, well what are the what are the I- ideas that you have for expansion? What mm-hmm. are some things that you're trying to put into play and what's what's next? Mm-hmm. Honestly, just wanna just wanna put out fun content. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really I'm I'm big
3: fans of those uh YouTube uh black houses that it's a house of of um comedians, mm-hmm. actors, and they're just able to put out Beautiful types of styles of content. Mm-hmm. Right. So we already did the Need to Know podcast. And mm-hmm. we're gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Now let's just encompass any other thing that we would like to pair it with. Mm-hmm. Whether that be some skits, whether that be some different types of man on the street interviews. Again, I'm just speaking for my side of it. I know some mm-hmm. people about to go crazy. <laughs> but you know, just trying to add more because when you when you when you change words, they mean something, right? Mm-hmm. When you see a podcast, it it, it seems more niche sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Narrow, you, yeah. Right. It's, it's pretty narrow. When you see media ooh, it's expounded now. Mm-hmm. People don't just think to maybe do one thing. Let's mm-hmm. just try other things and just use the fan base that's here that loves to see stuff from us. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my version
2: of it, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I think <laughs> transitioning and going to HBO is a part of that media play, right? Mm-hmm. Had mm-hmm. we not started uh, the media company, mm-hmm. I may not have been so forthcoming in going to HBO, right? Mm-hmm. That is a media company, HBO, Warner Media. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if I'm going to learn, why not learn in the fucking actual game, like, let's play for the real, game. Man. So, yeah, um, you know, I want to work with other podcasts. Like, I have a lot of other interests outside of just what we talk about. Yeah. And you know, we we are real keen on keeping on the topics that we discuss, mm-hmm. just to respect everybody's interests. Like, I'm yeah. sure Reggie doesn't want to talk about fucking Ru- uh, Russell Westbrook being <laughs> ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want to talk about. It. Like, she doesn't know that's not her interest, yeah. right? Like, um, so this sport topics, sport conversation, wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. there is a niche market for that video games in my Absolutely. spare time i like to play video games and decompress um and so with streaming with twitch with everything i feel like it's it's open right now you know mm-hmm. it's I, I tell people the podcast space is in the gold rush yeah where nobody knows how to fucking monetize this shit nobody is untamed right now everybody's just trying shit when you see mm-hmm. joe rogan get a deal they're just trying shit they don't mm-hmm. know nothing and they're right. figuring that out in real time mm-hmm. when people are trying to cancel him and take back no the cat. money that they invested like mm-hmm. nobody has this shit figured out it's too brand new it's too open like mm-hmm. so for me I, I just want to experience and, and have fun experiment with the process of what that is working with other creators yeah. that I believe in like I love what y'all are doing I love like, how love y'all have a focused topic y'all yep. talk music yeah, y'all do yeah. what y'all do you know yes, what I'm saying yeah, y'all are structured I love yes. what y'all are doing I know you got two podcasts mm-hmm. even writers like I want to start just a blog like mm-hmm. yo let's, mm-hmm. let's get some writers and just chop
4: it let's up chop bro it. like just
2: As young black creators and not just black creators, but, you know, entrepreneurs and businessmen Mm -hmm. and, you know, being that we're still young, like we all have health. You know, I'm grateful to be healthy. I'm grateful to come in here and talk and, you know, do these things. So for me, I think the media company is just saying, look, I want to give the opportunities that I was given.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Right. I'm in a position now where we can say we have a media company like mm-hmm. we can look at each other and say yo we have you know accounts together and yeah. you know um, it, it's just a beautiful thing so I just kind of want to pay it forward I think for me this media company is just paying that forward like yeah. I know what our podcast is like if that's the flagship podcast of yeah. the media network like Man, cool. you never know we could start working with another podcast and that and podcast that flag- take off yeah. and now yeah. that's the flagship Absolutely. but it's just a part of the Absolutely. family it needs yeah. to know yeah. media yeah. and that's yeah. the beautiful yeah. thing like yeah. Yeah. You, you don't really get those opportunities in podcasting of, of support. Everybody yeah. looks at it like it's a competition. <laughs> but it's like, nah yeah. man Like if y'all are dope mm-hmm. and the masses and the numbers say y'all are dope mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean I'm not dope mm-hmm. it just means y'all are clicking yeah, on a different I'm way bad. and my time is going to come and my influence and my impact is going to come however it's going to come yeah. like come what may. So for me I just want to give people those opportunities because I remember when he and I uh was shopping our podcast ago, like years ago and I remember trying to get a job at uh, Hot 97 mm-hmm. and Power 105 mm-hmm. and all these other uh, oh. the places that kind of just was like, nah, mm-hmm. it, it ain't it. Like, mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't need you. We don't want you. We don't believe in it. Whatever the case may be, I remember that feeling. And mm-hmm. for me, you know, I want to work with people and let them know and empower people. Like, that's what this media shit is like. Mm-hmm. It's it's just say need to know empowerment. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that word okay. media is yeah. not just media. It's like need yeah. to know empowerment. Like, Absolutely. I want other creatives to feel, you know, the same way that I felt yeah. when, you know, fucking Kim Kardashian looked at us and said, oh, shit, they're dope. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. I just want to be a part of that. Like, it's all about assist for me.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, mm-hmm. when I play the video games, my mm-hmm. brother could tell you. I need somebody who can pass the ball straight up if you got 65 passing get off my team dog (laughs) I need somebody who's gonna be able to pass the rock because I'm about that assist I'm Mm -hmm. gonna you know pay that shit forward I think we in a perfect position to do that like it's a perfect time to do that I agree Um, and you know I know Alex he got my support I got his support Mm -hmm. if he said yo I wanna build a music studio Mm -hmm. in the middle of this podcast studio (laughs) right now I'm gonna tell him let's do it and then we gonna figure (laughs) it out (laughs) we (laughs) gonna figure (laughs) it out what you need out to Home Depot yeah <laughs> exactly. And that's just kind of yeah, how yeah. I'm on. So Word. I think that's kind of what's next. Just empowering other creatives. You know, we got a um, a rebrand launch coming next month. Yeah. We got Word. new key art. We got new graphics. We going mm-hmm. crazy. And I think that'll be the first step for us saying, hey, we want to kind of work with other people because mm-hmm. this is the standard that we're setting. Yeah. And now let's bring it all in under the same umbrella. I yeah.
0: love it. I love it. Well. Yeah. Brothers again, congrats to y'all. I'm so thankful. Thank you. Thank you wow. Man. Thanks. Amazing. So thankful for the friendship, the brotherhood, oh the support. God. Genuinely love love you too. Love my you, brother. You. Thank y'all. You. Thank you. Um and yeah, this is what you need to know when you need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listeners, we hope y'all got something oh, out of this for entrepreneurs, for creators, for just people in general. There is so much to gain from this conversation. I know I got a lot out of it. And I I know these guys well already, but I feel like I just got a whole (laughs) whole new layers been peeled back. So this is uh, Stay Busy with Armand Sather. Make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out all of our content. For the boy, founder of Bald Nigga Ballers, Armand Sather. For the kombucha king that makes your heart sing, Nick Early. For my VP of marketing of Bald Nigga Ballers, Savon. (laughs) And for the best beard in the media game, Alex, we want y'all (laughs) to... Stay safe. Stay humble. Stay busy. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feelin'? I've
5: been out in the world, staying busy. Taking time, getting right, if you miss me. Oh, yeah. i out yeah, in the yeah. world, staying yeah. busy.
3: Monday's 9 a.m. Monday's 9 a.m. Party with the gang. party
0: with the gang. Every week, tell a friend.
3: Ain't you hurt, ain't you hurt, got the vibes, ain't the put you on,
1: got, you on. Got, the got the slides, I'm the size, I'm the size, running down, know you hold it down, no, down. Biscuit, baby girl, baby girl, how you feelin', hey.
5: I've been out in the world, stayin' busy, yeah. Taking time, get it right, if you miss me, Why? I've been out in the world, stayin' busy, yeah.